What's up, baby? We are back once again. Somehow we're still doing it. It's another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian T. Licata. They have not shut us down yet. I am your host, Gary G. Garcia, along with my partner, Misinformation, Brian T. Licata. You're looking a little, uh, little spicy today. Yeah, got my San Francisco. It's my. Uh, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, if you look if you look carefully, there's 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 actually a uh, a transgender person about to jump off the side of it right right here, plummet to their death. Exactly, one minute and thirteen seconds in, already just got pulled down. That's it. Find us on Rumble. It's great to be back, man. Good to see you, Brian. You know, you got your rated G, your rated G drip going on. Yeah, dude, I'm just, I I'm just salute my llamas. I didn't really like this hat when I first got it, but now it's kind of a good hat to just kick a kick around with, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it looks okay on me too, right? No, what it does because yeah, it's a it's a it's a white boy hat. Right. Yeah. Got the curve in the front, you know, kind of like trucker. It's gonna look good on you. You're a white boy. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, I'm upset that it looks good on me. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well. It wasn't a compliment when I said it. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, I know, dude. It's like, but but I'm, I wanted to throw it. I wanted to throw it out. I really did, dude. I was like, oh, this hat's gay as shit. I don't want to wear this thing. And now here I am, you know, where, wearing I, it. it. Looks, it looks good on you, dude. I know, right? I, and I'm buzz. It looks good on you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's our white boy hat. We got to get one for like you know Puerto Ricans and blacks. Flat, snap back. You got the belt back. It's very uh, white boyish. We we got to get the. Uh, I guess the video or um uh a fitted a fitted. No, nah, we can't do fitteds. Can't do fitteds. It's too much money no? for fitteds. Gotta do snapbacks. Uh, what do you mean they're too expensive? Yeah, everybody got different size heads. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, unless they do I mean, it that way. Well, yeah, we don't order them. They order them. They make them one off with this. Oh yeah, then fucking do the fitteds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we could. So how was how was uh? I mean, we hooked up what two days ago. Oh, dude, I don't fucking kiss and tell, bro. Chill. I mean, we did a podcast two days ago, right? Our last podcast was what, Thursday, Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday. I don't see. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. I don't remember. What's been going on since then? Uh, We got Trap Tropical Storm. Uh, Who's out here right now? They sent me a fucking... I never used to get these things. Now I get all these alerts for these storms. Hmm. Ophelia. We got tropical storm Ophelia out here, and uh, it's just blowing everything all over the place. Man. Hey, it's, it's a real, it's a real, it's just blowing everybody everywhere. It's nice, it's just, dude. It's a real shit show out there, man. But what's crazy is, you know, I told you we had like a tent family, a uh-huh. dude and his chick living right by the old police station. They got In like Atlantic little, City. Yeah, they got like a little house set up. I mean, if I'm gonna keep it real, I don't mind them. Like, I don't mind them. They don't bother nobody. They got two cats. They got, like, a little, you know, bunch of shit over there. Made a little, like, tent. It's not even, like, a real tent. They, like, it's all made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, makeshift. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of their walls is their clothes. Mm-hmm. You know? And I felt bad because I went out there. All that shit was wet just now. But surprisingly, uh, mm-hmm. I was looking to see that shit all over the place. I thought I was going to walk out there and just see their, their house everywhere. They had it down? It, like, tied it, down? I don't know what they did, but they did a good job. That's just withstanding the winds. They're in there. Atlantic City's tough, too, too, bro. I mean, it's very, very windy there. 
a lot of the year, right? I mean, most of the time there's a breeze. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. I don't think that, you know, winter's coming. I don't think they're going to stay there through the winter. We'll see. They might. You know what I'm saying? But I don't mind them. I really don't. They're cool people, you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I mean, obviously drugs has been a factor in their life. But uh, my biggest problem is when they start getting neighbors. Mm. Because it starts with one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing the buildup because two weeks ago when Mark was out here, we were walking and there was a dude just sleeping on the fucking floor. Just like you sound like you it. sound like every homeowners association in 1955. <laughs> You're like, it starts with one. It one comes with in, one. one comes in and then the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> but but yeah, like me and Mark were walking and we saw this dude just right there, like that little park section across. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even like on a bench or nothing. He was just like right in the grass, sleeping right, right where you walk, you know? And Mark was like, ah, that's where it starts. And I'm like, ah. And then like a week later, we had the house. So if we're looking at the way things normally progress, then mm -hmm. we're looking at some neighbors trying to move in soon. Um, you know, everybody in my building is getting evicted. Well, that's great for you, dude. You're about to have like a like a million dollar apartment building all to yourself. Everyone's getting evicted. I think I have the only apartment that's not owned by the dude here because he's like he's like done with it. Who you know the dude? The dude who owns your place? The dude, not my place. My place is owned by somebody else. But like all the other apartments, from what I'm hearing, is owned by that other dude who came in the other day to fix my roof. And he is he the dude who owns the building? I don't know. Hmm. I know, but I know he's kicking everybody out. He was talking to me. He's like, dude, I'm tired of it. You know, because he got people. He tries to look out for them. My neighbor upstairs, you know, hasn't paid his rent in like four months, five months. And then he'll send them like a hundred bucks. And he's like, a hundred bucks. What is this? You know, so he's getting him out. And it's fucked up because they got out all those other people I told you about, right? So mm -hmm. these people were a problem. To dude, him. you could be a tenant and pay 70% of your rent every month. And most landlords probably won't kick you out. You know, if on time you're giving them 70% of the rent every month and you're just 30% behind on your, like, if yeah, you're not fucking the place up, to build up, it does, it does, but it's different than a hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You could pay 70% and dude, someone is going to let you that get... go on for years, bro, before they're going to evict you. You know, I think. Yeah. Well, he, he said, he, he said he's done. He's getting everybody out. Well, of course. And it sucks he... because like. What? It just sucks because I feel like I'm not too far behind, you know, but that's all right. Because at the same time, most of the things that happen in my life, I get forced into in a way. Mm -hmm. I get put into a position where I really got to, you know, make that move. And then, you know, shit continues on from there, you know. And it's funny because you say well, paying a little bit. I just got my fucking gas bill. Actually, I didn't get the bill because I get it all the time. I just don't open it. Um, but I got a call from the gas people. And they're like, you owe 800 and something dollars. And I said, for what? And they said, you know, you've only been sending $50 a month. And I'm like, yeah. How is that not covering my gas? Mm -hmm. It's the summer. I got nothing that runs on gas here. You have an electric stove too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so how is $50 a month without even looking, just sending $50, not covering it? What kind of scam? I got to go down there because I'm going to be like, yo, you're going to have to break this shit down for me all the way to April. Because since April, I haven't used any gas. I have, I have a theory. <laughs> They're fucking me? 
I think the the theory is 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 the fifty dollars was covering it for April, May, June, July, August, September, right? But what it wasn't accounting for was that missing percent from nah, but that's the thing. December, See, January, my, February, March. If it was my electric, I would understand. But isn't your heat that's gas? Be up your, heat, my your, heat's not, your heat's not gas? I don't, but I don't have heat on. I know, but I'm saying it's from, you were behind well, in December. No, that's what yes. I'm telling you. No, that's what I'm telling you. I had gotten that bill all the way down to like maybe, you know, Raymond Robles. What's up, baby? Fuck them bills and those delusional rip-off utility companies. Yeah, no doubt. That's how I feel. And here's the thing. If it was if it was my electric bill, then I would understand because I haven't paid my electric bill hmm? since COVID. Haven't even looked at it since COVID. Cause I called them up during COVID to let them know, like, listen. <laughs> Dude, you they haven't paid it up. since 2020, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> and it's only like it's only like thirteen hundred dollars or some shit like that. Even though I haven't looked, it's probably close now, to see, two thousand now. This is where <laughs> I think this is where some people are like, you know what? I can't rock with G. You know, this is this is one of those points where where people either love you or they're like, ah. Eh. Well, you know what it is? I called them up during COVID to explain to them that, listen, you know, you know, this is going on all over. We're going to have to work something out. And they were like, I don't worry about it. We can't shut off your electric. I said, I'm sorry, what? And they said, we can't shut off your electric. I said, oh, okay. Hung up the phone and see you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> King Handler says, stop, drop, shut them down, open up, shop. One of my favorite songs, dog. Henry, yeah, that's one of my favorite songs, dude. When my when my cousin passed away, that was his favorite song. And when he passed away, we uh we took the procession through the old neighborhood and we drove mm-hmm. through all of Ravenswood. You know what I'm saying? And we were cranking that song. Stop, drop, you know what I'm saying? It was like a it was like a little mini uh even, even on the East Coast. Biggie huh? Smalls. It was like a little little mini Biggie Smalls procession, man. Remember when they played the song DMX in Brooklyn song. and everybody was everybody was fucking not yeah, it, but it's oh, interesting. It's a, D, it's a DMX song, no, no. Yeah, it's a D, one I, Yeah, that's a DMX song. Yeah, yeah. So I love East, that East Coast Ray, song or West Coast song yeah. going through Queens. What are you talking about, West Coast? DMX is from the East Coast, dog. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking of Tupac. I don't know why I'm thinking of Tupac. Yeah, even he's from the East Coast. Uh, is he? Was he born in the East Coast? He's born in New Brooklyn, York, maybe. I think really, Brooklyn, I didn't know if that. Correct. If I'm correct, it was Brooklyn. Uh, you know, Raymond Robles says, "Wonder if your water heating may be hooked up to your home heating as well." That's what I was thinking. It's yeah. probably that when I heat up my water, my daughter Jasmine, Jasmine, what's up, mommy? Love you. So glad to hear. Even if it's just for a little while, I love when she drops in. Yeah, uh, um, Harlem. That's dude. what I was East, thinking. East, East Harlem. He was born. I was, I was thinking that maybe it's the hot water. Mm-hmm. But even if it's the hot water, dog, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking one shower a day. How doesn't 50 bucks a month cover that? How much are you charging me for fucking gas? That's what I plan to find out. I'm not, just gonna, I'm not just going to pay to them. And I guarantee you I get like half that shit taken off. <clears throat> they tried this shit before when I first moved in here. Yeah. They tried it. I got a bill one time for like 200 and I was like, it's June. I'm not using no gas. And they're like, well, yeah. when you cook and I'm like, Ah uh, nah, buoy on you, bitch. I got a fucking, I got, I got a fucking uh, electric stove. Electric stove. Hate, 
But I got an electric stove. I said, I don't use gas, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were like, well, uh, someone's using it. I said, no, no one's using it. Not in this apartment. I suggest you hunt down whoever's using it, but it's not in this apartment. And I yeah. got them to take off everything. Dude, I had, I had, I had uh, 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 South Jersey gas also, right? That's what you're dealing with is South Jersey gas. Yeah. So when I was living in Ventnor, I had moved out of the place, right? And apparently when you move out of, of an apartment, it's on you to shut the gas off, which last time I checked, they're not my gas lines, right? Did I, I didn't install them there. I also no. don't own the building, nor do I have a key, nor am I trained in anything that has to do with any sort of utility gas situation. That's what I pay you for. Exactly. So, I moved, so I moved out, and now they're telling me that because I didn't, I, I didn't cancel my gas, which I did. I called and I told them that I was moving, yep. that I'm supposed to provide them access to a building that I don't own, nor do I even have access to, to shut the gas off. So then yeah. for a year, they're trying to tell me that I need to pay them, right? But see, now I knew the dudes who were living in that apartment. They were friends of mine. So mm-hmm. I just kept the gas bill in my name and they paid me and I, pay, I, I paid the bill for a little while, right? And because it wasn't a big deal. They were using it anyway. You know, we just shifted it over. But anyway, as I'm, as I'm going through this and when I finally got it done, I'm like, listen, not my lines, not my problem. <laughs> Figure it out, dog. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They did that to me, too, when I moved out here to Atlantic City. I moved out here in 2000, I think, if I'm correct. They were like, the apartment owes money. Yeah, dude, I'm in my car driving. I get a call. And, you know, I pick up the the bill collector calls. Mm. I I pick them up. I like to pick them up. I like to see what it is they're trying to say I owe them for. And I like to tell them to go fuck themselves. You know, King Handel says, weird situations arise with utility companies. They're not that bright. See, I don't even oh, think it's no, 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 dude. Oh, you see, you see what he no, did no, there? no, 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 see no, no, no. They're smart. See? Oh yeah, they're not that bright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see what he did there? Yeah, I love um, cool. King Handles mm-hmm. rocking roll. Pew, 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 pew. Give him a little, dude. I'm driving in my car. I get a call. I know, I know it's a bill collector because it's a call. I don't know. I pick it up and they tell me that it's it's the it's the electric company from my mm-hmm. old apartment, and mm-hmm. they're telling me I owe them two thousand and something dollars. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, two thousand something. It was like two thousand change. And I said, you're my man. I haven't lived there in two years, right? He goes, well, you know, you have to, you have to let us know. I said, no, I let you know. I told y'all I was moving. Two right? years ago. And they said, well, the election's been, you know, been being used. I said, well, then I suggest you talk to whoever lives there. Yeah. I said, because I don't live there no more. And he yep. says, well, well, we still got this 2000 whatever bill. You know, we have to do something about it. I said, no, my man. You have to do something about right. it. Right. I said, because let me tell you how this is going to work. I'm telling you, I'm like this with these fucking, I love bill collectors when they call. I said, let me tell you how this is going to work. You can call me every single day and I'll pick up. I said, I'll pick up the phone and we'll have a little chat, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell you the same thing every time. There's no way I'm going to pay you one thin dime. I'm not going to pay you anything. You can call me up to the day I die and I'll always pick up and I'll tell you to fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Go call them up. They're the ones using it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm not it, paying you shit. And, you know, the real, I had a credit card company that I paid off. They're going to tell me that, that they, got the, they, they got my last payment a couple of days late. So there was a late charge. And because I stopped looking at those bills, because I paid the last thing, I kept getting envelopes, but I was like, fuck these people. 
Right. They're saying that that I owe them now like this amount of money because I didn't pay that. And then that kept getting charges. I told that dude the same thing. Look, you can keep hitting me up with this shit. I'm never going to pay you. I do not give a fuck about my credit. Mm -hmm. That's what I told him. I say, but well, you know, your credit, I don't give a fuck about my credit score, yo. I don't. Everywhere you go, it says no credit, bad credit. Get a house. No credit, bad credit. Get a car. No credit, bad credit. Fuck you. All right, we're going across these pretty quick. Let's go back. First of all, I cut shapes. Welcome back. It's been a minute since we've seen you, baby. I heard from you, rather. Glad you're back. Can I just call you so you can just say that? <laughs> Dude, we should. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna write that down. Like, that that can that can be a rated G. Uh, that can be a rated G business idea right there. We can we can set up a phone line where people can pay pay two dollars oh, yeah. to call you and talk. <laughs> or or we can start up a service where I I deal with your bill collectors. Dude. I'll deal with your bill collectors. Now, no doubt, chances are you're probably still going to owe that money, but I'll be the one to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We can just get it forwarded. <clears throat> I'm telling you, I don't care about none of that shit, man. And somehow... Listen, well, we can, what we right. can do to this, we can route them in, dude. We can route them in, and then we can live stream it. Yeah. Listen, we can live stream it. A section of the show. Somehow they keep telling with the bad credit. My credit is still almost 700. My credit is still almost is close to 700. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, well, because, listen, dude. Because he, he, I got the house. The house mm -hmm. gets paid. I got the car. The car gets paid. The main bills are what you got to pay people. Well, the, the thing is, That's too, dude, listen, with, with all of the credit system, right, and how the tax structure is set up in the U.S., all you have to do is basically when a credit card company calls you, right, just never pay any of the bills. Oh, ever, never. Never. Ever. And when never. they call you, then they know you're a sucker. Yes, they know you're and a sucker. And it's also the same thing. Dude, I told my brother guilt. the same thing. Yeah, my brother guilt. went to the doctors one day. He mm -hmm. caught, um, what's that shit in the face? Bell's palsy, right? I thought the motherfucker had a stroke. Yeah. He goes to the doctors and shit. They take care of it. He comes back. And then like maybe a couple, like a month later, he gets a bill. I said, don't pay that shit. He goes, well, you know, I went to the doctor. I said, I don't give a fuck you went to the doctors, dog. Don't pay that shit. First of all, you don't even got no credit cards. You're off the grid. Right. Don't pay it. He didn't listen to me. It was something like $500. He didn't listen to me. So he fucking pays the $500. And then every other week, he's getting another bill. And I said, I told you not to pay it. He's like, I'm not going to pay this one. Who gives a fuck? They already got you for 500. Let's go right. to some of the comments. Uh, uh, Raymond Robles says, Tom, to suck my dick. That's what I tell him, Raymond, all the time. I cut shape says, Your Honor, it was a good idea when I heard it. He said he could call for me. <laughs> King Anders says, Gary, a lot of bill collection scams are here as well. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're I, they're I everywhere. Just, uh, but I'll keep it real. They're not, most of the time, they're not scams. Most of the time, I owe that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the time, I owe that money. But it doesn't matter. I get bugged out on how many people fucking get, like, scared of bill collectors, dude. I mean, I'll tell you the story with my, with, uh, I had a bill collector call me up once. This motherfucker sounded like he was in Goodfellas. He sounded like he was a crazy mobster, dog. Really? Right? And he's like, what oh, are we going to do? Yeah, what yeah, are we going to do about this money you owe? I said, well, listen, dog, you know, I know I owe. Oh, it was for water. It was for the water bill. 
Because mm. my mom's was covering the water bill, but she wasn't. I, I, I don't know what was <coughs> happening, but they weren't paying the right bill. So it wound up at the end of the year, we owed like a couple of thousand. It was for the house. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen, and with him, you know, it was the water bill for the house. So I said to him, I said, listen, dog, you know, uh, I understand I owe you money. I owe you that money. I did have water. I've been drinking water, you know. I said, but uh, I got a line of people that I got to pay. And, you know, you just came into the picture, which means that you got to get on the end of that line. He says, well, you know, I don't know if that's going to work. I said, well, you can't pull blood from a stone. This motherfucker said, you, my friend, are not a stone. <laughs> what a gangster line, dog. Most gangster fucking thing I've ever heard from a bill collector, dog. And I even said to him, yo, that was pretty good, but... <laughs> You're still not going to get anything from me, dog. Anybody else, he probably would have terrified. It was like that that office show. Remember the office when the dude's trying to sell him life insurance and he looks like mm -hmm. a mobster and they think he's a mobster, so they wind up buying the life insurance from him? Mm -hmm. No. You don't watch the office. Man. I don't, know. Whatever, man. Mm -hmm. Yo, it is fucking pouring outside man i cut shape says the bill collector called me he sounded like he was from good times <laughs> even though hey 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 it's fat albert mm -hmm. hey, hey, right? hey. yeah i mean maybe it's good times too but fat albert. Nah, good times uh good right. times anytime you need a payment good time. man let me tell you something about good times man that was a show that that uh that was a show that was like just anything could go wrong it will oh i didn't have my thing up uh i never really watched good times i guess that was um, maybe before my time yeah maybe. it was before your time and good times was the shit. the father in that show um was probably i would say the last really great father in any kind of sitcom what about um I would I would say that he was the best father in any sitcom. He didn't make the most money. That motherfucker couldn't keep a job, you know. And in the show, it was all because he was black. <laughs> but he couldn't keep a job, yo. And I loved him, man. He was the best. He reminded me of my pops. He was like a black version of my pops. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like man. I've seen that a picture was... of your dad with a hat on like that. Yeah, yeah, my pops used to wear hats like that. Like I said, his it was more like his character reminded me of my pops, man. Uh, what, were they, what were they says, giving men back then to make them look like that, or or to make them just what? what, what you know, it's just what like, they wasn't giving men. It's what they wasn't. Um, hold on, you you cut uh Tuck Tuck oh, Adventures, who, who's a first time oh. commenter. What's up, dog? Oh, uh, that's your boy? Yeah, it's my boy. Yeah, Yo, Brian, man, big Simon. up to all of Brian's people, man. You people support this motherfucker, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Mm -hmm. He loves The Office. So you know, the, you know the episode I'm talking about. And by the way, The Office is probably one of the best fucking sitcoms ever made. Beginning to end, it makes you laugh, cry, think. It's fucking great. I Cut Shape says, true, LOL. Uh, Raymond. Raymond, what's up, baby? I fucking talking with us chilling brian snapped back from that from that honeymoon need those podcasts uploaded sorry on bro spotify. my bad dog my bad they're coming oh you slipping on spotify son just a lot dude i got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> my boy richard 
true story. I cried the episode he died. No doubt. When she said, damn, 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 I was in tears. You don't know what we're talking about there, Brian? Get a clip of when, uh, of good times when the father dies. One of the craziest oh. scenes in sitcom, man. In I, thought sitcom you were talking, see, I thought you were talking about, um, I thought you were talking about uh, The Office. Chuck says he doesn't he doesn't remember that episode. You don't remember, man? They tried to sell Mike uh life insurance. And then he bought he bought uh his two boys with him and the dude was big. And then he was like fucking, yeah, this is when he dies, man. Check out this shit. One of the crazy. Let me check this out. If it's from Mississippi, it's mine. Oh, probably one of your daddies. Have mercy. Woo! Mrs. James Evans. That's me. (laughs) We regret to inform you that your husband, James Evans, was killed in an automobile. Is that how he did it in his 70s? They just sent you a letter? They didn't call. Like they didn't try to call you and say this is so and so from. What was it? A ho- the hospital? I don't who know. Sent, who sent, I don't know who sent, who sent that letter. letter. This is the closing moments of the first part of the Big Move Part One, the fourth season premiere of CBS uh, Maud spinoff of Good Times. The episode aired on September 9, 1976. The Evans family are in the midst of throwing a huge farewell party. Sans James. They're getting ready to leave the projects and Chicago behind for good to join, join James in Mississippi. Mississippi. Where he's become part owner in his uncle's auto garage. Look at that. He finally makes it. He finally makes it. And then they killed him. And then they killed him off, dude. And you know why they killed him off? For being black. <laughs> because he wasn't having that shit no more. He, he was trying to change the way, you know, he, he was having a lot more input. He didn't want it. He didn't want to be that struggling motherfucker anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like he wanted, he wanted more input. And they said, oh, okay, listen, if you're not going to do, because you know, it's funny. All those shows back then were all written by white people. Oh yeah, so, dude. So yeah, Al- uh, more input. <laughs> Jewish gotta be Jewish guys. Alan Manning, Jack Ellenson, Norman Paul, Kalish, turn yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorfman, yeah, so Sid said, Dorfman. They said you want some say, and they killed them off, dude. They killed them off. But I'll tell you this, man, there were a lot of great episodes with good times. Remember when Michael when Michael joined the gang and the mother went down to the gang to say that uh that 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 he's not gonna be in your gang, and they they went in like they put their hands on her. He said, Don't put your hands on my mother. And beat the fuck out of the dude. That shit was dope, yo. Good, good shit back in the day, man. Uh, yes, and I cried too, Rich. I'm not gonna lie, but I cry all the time. I cried at his fucking wedding. Uh, King Handle says, "Where is JJ getting all that cash?" I think he still does stand up. You know, um, JJ. Yeah, JJ. I think he does stand up. Mm. Raymond Robles says, "I'm just meeting. I'm just messing with you, man." About the Spotify? No, it's all good. I, they need to get up there. Don't worry. Nah, nah, it's cool, man. You got to go at us, man. You know, like if we're late mm-hmm. and we're not keeping up, you guys are keeping up your end of the bargain. You coming out checking us out? We got to keep up our end of the bargain and have our shit out there. And I say that knowing full well that Brian does all that work. I mean, dude, we have a we have we have an agreement. I cut the shades. That's so sad. Yeah, man, that shit. Yo, that that family, man. That family went through so much shit, yo. But he was the last of the great fathers, dude. The last of the great fathers. He didn't take no shit. There was no disrespecting him. 
His mm-hmm. kids weren't gonna sit there and disrespect him like they do on fucking uh loving show. Ma- uh, uh marry with children, which mm-hmm. I say is the beginning, which is which was well. I seen this thing where they dropped it to I Love Lucy was actually the beginning of the breakdown of the families. Oh. I Love Lucy because they said what I Love was that? Lucy. Because, because of the white and Spanish couple? Is that what it was? No, no. It was it was all about, you always got to make everything racial. This is what happens when you have liberals on your show. Um, when you work with libs. I, I know. Dude, that's what I'm saying. No, what happened was um, <laughs> they said it was the first show where the wife was constantly lying to the husband. Mm. And then they had the neighbors helping her out in all her lies. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, it became this thing of, you know, you ain't gotta be truthful or honor your husband. Cause the truth is what kind of honor is coming out of you lying all the time. Even though Ricky was kind of a dick, you know, and semi-abusive. You know, there was an episode where he threw Lucy right over his lap and started spanking her. No lie. There was an episode where Lucy lied. I guess, I don't know what she did, but he caught her, grabs her, throws her over, and just starts spanking her. And that's how the show ends, with him spanking his wife. Uh, (laughs) Ah, the 70s. 70s, dude. More like the 40s. No, but that that, that show was out in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Uh, No, 50s, bro. Oh, yeah, I Love Lucy was the 50s. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 50, yeah. Yeah, ah, the 50s. You know, don't you miss the old days when men were men and girls were girls and the Coke was good? What happened to the Coke? <laughs> Where's this world gone, man? Coke doesn't even make the shit anymore. Right? Uh, Isn't that what it's supposed to do? Oh, yeah, Richard, here we go. Richard says, now that you mention it, I don't recall them ever using a phone in that apartment. Um, no, I do. I actually do. I remember them having a couple of calls. The phone was right, if I'm correct, the phone was right next to the, either right behind or right next to their couch. And mm-hmm. I kind of remember them using that. You know. Um, King Handles says, I'm strictly here to harass Brian. Well, we're glad you're here, King Handles. You know, because it, it's, it's kind of a lot of work. That was Betty Ramsey. Her little Bruce's room is full of our chickens. I don't think this one was it. Hold on, you got to go fast forward a little bit. No, 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 no. This one wasn't it. It was uh... (coughs) a. Yeah, man, it's crazy how I remember that. It's crazy how I remember that episode. I could probably tell you a bunch of others. A couple episodes I remember. Oh, here it is. I mean, but that's like weak, dude. Well, I mean. Come on, man. Look at his face. It's a, it's, looks, a, it's a little deranged, dude. That looks brutal. It looks that deranged, brutal. bro. It looks, it looks, it's sickening. You know, it's definitely, it's, it's weird. And acceptable in that time. That was like a message. That was like, you know how like Biden sending out all these messages with the DOJ, like not to fuck around. That was the message to all the wives back then, yo, and all the husbands. It gave them free reign and set the precedence. Look at that smile. Ricky's are mine. <laughs> or Lucy's. Who knows? You know, maybe mm-hmm. Lucy was like that movie, The the Secretary. You ever seen that movie, The Secretary? What's that? You ever seen the movie, The Secretary? Mm, I don't think so. It's about this chick. She's like a real weird, quiet chick. 
you know, mm. and she gets a job for this dude. Mm. And like, and the dude is like real raw on him. She's very weird. You know, like she sits there, she bites her nails and shit. And he's like, he's like, don't bite your nails. I don't want to see you biting your nails anymore. Mm-hmm. And, she, and then he's like, real, he's like, stop dressing like that. You're working at my job. Get your, And then one day she fucks up and he calls her into the office and spanks her. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. He just says, fuck it. Spanks his secretary. And then she starts. Is this a Harvey up. Weinstein production? <laughs> and then what happens is she starts fucking up on purpose. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She starts fucking up so she can get the spankings. And uh, I don't think the dude. Uh, I caught the tail end of the great sitcoms. I love the show Martin as a kid. Martin was great but because you caught the tail end. You caught the shitty episodes because that's after him and Gina already got into that beef. And then she was no longer on the show and they would only show it through phone calls. Oh, we got to watch the reruns, though. See, that's the thing. Most of those fucking shows, when you get to the end of them. Also, back then, I don't think they wanted those shows to end. I mean, look how long MASH went. MASH went longer than the war. I don't think they wanted those shows to end. They would run them into the ground. That's why the Fonz jumped the fucking sharks. Right. Nowadays, they make shows, I think, with the intention of eventually ending it at some point, um, which, is, which I feel like why shows like The Office have great endings, you know, and shows like, you know, fucking all those other ones, they just end, you know, they lose their main actor and they try to keep it going. I think one of the reasons I don't love, love The Office is because it was a show that was redone, you know, and like I said, I don't really find Steve Carell that funny. Like I don't think his character and how he acts is 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 funny. I think it's it it's the same thing with like Zach Galifianakis. I'm not into it. You know, I don't think it's you don't like Between Two Ferns. Yeah, the writing on Between Between Two Ferns is great, dude. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's great, but him, it's just like I can't watch well, he that much show. of it. Well, obviously, obviously he makes a show, and and most of it's probably his writing. But I can't like I can watch like one, and then I'm like, all right. It's like no, you've seen that. one, you've seen them I, I all. Love I love know? that show. Yeah, well. Fair you enough. Know. Isn't you know? that like us? No. No. Fake, 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 fake. Isn't that pretty much us? We, we talk no. about the same shit all the time. We just wear different hats. <laughs> we wear the same hats. <laughs> In different colors. Yeah. Oh. You know? Shows were crazy back then, man. I miss that. I missed it, but yo, no good fathers after him. None. None. And I'm trying to think if they ever got him in a dress. Hmm. I think on the comeback, he might have did a comedy where he was in a dress. I'm not sure. But uh, he was also the father in Coming to America. Was he? Yeah, he was that chick's father, McDowell. Mm. I don't see any photos of him in a dress. Good. There you go. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's from Jersey, too. Uh, John Allen Amos Jr. Yeah, he's from Newark. What What a cool name. Yeah, he's real deal, dog, from Newark. Does it say Nork? Nork. Nork. N-O-R-K. Nork. Yeah, man. It's a he's rough town. He's they a man. And good, Jets. and good times was In 1966, shit. he played with the Jersey City Jets and the Waterbury Orbits in, on the, of the Atlantic Coast Football League. In 1967, That's Amos signed a free agent contract with the AFL Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Hank Stram told him, you're not a football player. You're a man who's trying to play football. Oof. Ooh. 
Okay. Yeah, well, sometimes people say that shit. You yeah. know, when I got signed to Epic, they told me I should be a comedian. And I was like, you just signed me to a contract. They're like, nah, you, you know, the music is great, but you should be a comedian. Whatever. I should have took the advice earlier. <laughs> yeah, well, why would you do that? Uh, I, wanted, I, I, wanted, I wanted to get back to something that we were talking about earlier. We were talking about the, you know, the electric companies. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the thing with, like, credit. My and, bill got to be at least $2,000. And, and, and credit debt is all these companies can just write that off as bad debt to the IRS. So it's effectively doesn't have to get paid. You know, I've, I've had several different um, loans that actually I took out that have gotten charged off on my credit, your credit takes a ding for like three or four years and it's fine. I mean, mine's like seven, seven something. And I got a couple of these like, you know, charge offs, you know, tens I of thousands of dollars. I always tell people once it goes into collections, mm -hmm. you won. You won. Once mm -hmm. it goes into collections, you're good. Yeah. You know, I don't get people gets, what are they going to do to you? Well, so then what happens once it gets to collections and that person calls you, what you can then tell them is that they're actually harassing you and violating several laws that creditors aren't allowed to do because a lot of those debt collection calls are actually uh, harassment, you know, like legal harassment. But, but people don't know that they're not allowed to do that. So if you kind of call them on their bluff and then also tell them like what you said, you're not going to get a dime from me. Just tell them, hey, listen, just write this shit off and be done with it. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting my time. You're not getting any money from me. You know? Yeah, man. High cut shape says your honor, but he said I was good once it went into collections. Look, I'm not saying, <laughs> look, I'm not saying to follow what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you, this is what I do. You yeah. know, like I don't pay doctor bills. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't pay doctor bills, dog. They don't affect your credit. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. You better uh, get that money before you do it. Like when I went to go get my vasectomy, they only took half the money. They said, give us half. So technically I only played for the right nut, you know, but they did both nuts at the same time. They should only did one nut and made me come back. I would have paid them the other money, but because they did them both, you're done. I'm not paying you anything else, man. Go fuck yourself. Come get your vasectomy back. You know, what are they going to do? <laughs> At the end of the day, what are they going to do? Are they going to go? And, you know, I remember what my house. Well, they too. used to do. They used to. They used to lock you up, but they don't do that anymore. They used to have debtor's prison. You know, they don't have debtor's prisons anymore. Yeah, right. Debtor's prison must have been cool. I cut shape says I did that vasectomy. It was court ordered. Look, man. <laughs> I don't got no response for that. I cut shape. Sometimes, sometimes the comments win. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, dude, but yeah. yeah, check out this debtor's prison. This one looks nice. This is uh this is in 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 Malta. Look at that. It's like a courtyard. It's I like mean, a castle. It's, it's just a bunch of broke people. It's not like it's criminals, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you in for? The electric bill. What are you in for? You know, and like the 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 like the more the more money you owe, you know, the more props you get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the rough of the crime. I mean, how bad could that have been? Because it's not criminals, it's just people who owe money. And now yeah. you're being held there. You don't have to worry about your bills now. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why they got rid of it. 
Yeah, because then you got to think, when I get out, do I still owe the money or do I do the time for the money? I think you do the time. You just do the time. Then you come out clean slate. Start now all you, over again. Yeah, but now you don't even have to do the time. Yeah, you just got to let it go to collections. Yeah. And then tell him you watch Rated G. Yeah, man. Tell him Brian gave you that fucking... <laughs> Yeah, you can call, or you can call call up to the Rated G hotline, and we'll we'll handle it for you. You know what's great is none of this will get tagged for being misinformation. Oh, and it is. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I don't have any idea. I'm just telling you. I guess I've been lucky. Um. So can I? Can I? Can I? I, I want to bring a conspiracy theory into the circle today. Well, you must. It's been forty minutes. We haven't even said any conspiracies yet. So. Um, you know, we, t- we talk about like the big utility companies. You always, always think about like, you know, internet, gas, uh, electric water and like, all right, who owns these companies? Right. Like, like who, like if you live in New Jersey, the Southern end of New Jersey, your only choice is to buy AC electric, right? There's no competition. You know, you can get solar stuff for your house, but there, there, it's not like you can, you can pick. Right. Yeah. Same thing with the Internet. You have Comcast in your building, Xfinity. That's that, that's all you get. Right. That's a monopoly is what that is. It's one company controlling yes. or dominating the market. So, so, well, the way they get around that is, is that other sections, you know what I'm saying? Like T-Mobile will have one section and then the other. So they'll say that there's other companies, but correct. I should have a choice in my section. Right. That's what you think. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you have AC Electric. Right. Which is south jersey and then there's also com uh comed which is you know uh uh this is chicago delmarva baltimore gas and electric pico and pepco so this is all dc delaware and virginia right all owned by excelon this company so one company owns all that correct they must have a nice house bro that dude it's, it's number money. 99 in the Fortune Fortune 500 list. It's the top 100 companies in the fucking... I mean, dude, they're providing Probably. energy to, to most of America. I mean, most of America lives in between D.C. and fucking Boston. You know? Like 60% how, of our population. How gaudy do you think their house is? Dude. Like, you ever notice that people who have, like, a really lot of money, their houses be real gaudy? Like, it's, like, just too much... It's like it's just there because it's expensive, not because it matches with anything else in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, they look like these, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Is it just me? Maybe I'm wrong. I, don't know. I just find it be like, especially when you watch mob sh- mob movies. You know, like when you watch mob movies and you see like the- It's like, it's like the, apart- the apartment in Goodfellas for the, for the Gumars. Oh, like, man, it was so fucking tacky, right? It's like black, like black, a black toilet. Like a black porcelain everything, toilet. Everything was so tacky. Everything was like just, you know, the best of that time. You know what I'm saying? It was just like so, ugh. Ugh. Um, you know, more like an island. Yeah, King Anders, you're right, man. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking poor man thoughts. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking poor man thoughts. You're right. It's more like an island. Um, well, yeah, let me let me let me let me go back. Let me let me let me go back to the to the to the electricity because the electricity. Yeah, because I know I know you got some shit you got. Let's let's hear that. Let's hear this conspiracy. So this this Excel Excelon company, right, which is you know uh, uh, pretty much the Northeastern Electric, goes back to Comed, right? And Comed was the electric company that 
uh, Thomas Edison started, right? And um, here we go, Chicago Edison. In March 1887, uh, John M. Clark, president of Western Ed Edison, and Robert Todd Lincoln, who is the son of Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Um, okay, look at that. I did not know that. Right. We learn something new all the time. Okay. And who was from Illinois. You remember that Lincoln was from Illinois, right? Lincoln Logs. Um, oh. From Chicago, distribute electricity in the downtown area, blah, blah, blah. Um, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> But by 1892, Chicago's Edison Edison's load had grown to 3,200 kilowatts, uh, showed no sign of slowing, especially with plans, the works to hold the Columbian Exposition in 1893, the World's Fair, which was the first yeah. time this 1893 Columbian Exposition right here, this, this World's Fair, this was the first time in Chicago uh, in 1893 where most of America and really most of the world saw indoor electricity or really saw electricity for the first time ever right mm. and these are the, the tartarian stuff that i was that i was talking uh, about that's what uh, these things are you see these domes and and you know all this all this stuff so that's that's where the tie-in the tie-in comes from okay, you know because the so, whole thing so, is tartaria is free energy society right okay that, that's also, that also had advanced you know advanced technology which they used like these things, like these are supposed to be, you know, how they would connect, you know, and get energy from the air with all these little domes and these like top spires and, and spikes. That's why you see, you know, all these sort of design features in this stuff. Now this stuff was built for these world's fairs, right? Which would take place for one year in a city and all of these barons of business, right? Like the Rockefellers, like all these dudes were the ones who, who funded these things, right? Thomas Edison, took part yeah. in this, right? Okay. They funded all these things. And they all were huge losses year after year after year. Now, why would the richest men in the world consistently do a business venture that lost millions of dollars year after year? Right? It'd be uh, like doing well, Woodstock, it'd be like doing Woodstock every year and losing a hundred million dollars. And you do it year after well, year. Well maybe we should talk to whoever owns the WNBA. Right? Let's figure out why he's doing it. Because they haven't made a profit yet. You know, let's ask yeah, him it, why he's the doing The WNBA it. is probably owned by the NBA, right? It is. It is. Yeah, it's well, just a they, gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. That's all it is. It's not a gift. It's a write-off, Jerry. It's a write-off, Jerry. That's what, what it is. It's mean? a fucking you just write it off. You just write it. That's all it is, dude. It's a write-off. It's 100 percent it's a write-off. It's a good. They just, they it's, just a said, right. it's a placation. It's a placation. Here's a league. Right off. Here's a league. You know, that's what it is. You know, they gave him a league. It hasn't made money yet. You know. Can we go to the team names? I feel like the, <sighs> the team names are the most insulting part about all this. Links. Really? <sighs> Sky, fever. Where are you seeing these names? I don't see them. Right here. Storm. Oh, 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 okay. Seattle Storm. That's not a bad name, right? Seattle Storm. Yeah. Las Vegas Aces. Also not terrible. Okay. Yeah. Las Vegas Aces. The Sparks. Right. Sparks. Yeah. Sparks. The Mercury. Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix Mercury. 
I, I it's funny. I don't know these names. The only one I know is the Liberties. The wings. wings. Dallas Wings. That sounds like a fucking restaurant. <laughs> dream. Right? Atlanta Dream. Atlanta Dream. What the fuck does that even Indiana Fever? Indiana Fever. That's another dumbass name. Chicago, Chicago Sky. Sky. Chicago Sky. Are they known for like a beautiful sky? No, dude. No, no. You know what they're known for? They're known for pollution (laughs) and snow. (laughs) Then it's a fitting, then it's a fitting fucking name. And the Connecticut, how about the Connecticut Sun? How about the fact that Connecticut got a team? (laughs) How about that? That Connecticut Connecticut has a Yeah. I knew the Mystics, the Washington Mystics. That's the team that I knew. Yeah, I don't know them, but it makes sense. The Washington Mystics. Very magical. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of magic well, they got the Wizards. going on in Washington. Well, yeah, they got the Wizards, at, too. Look at the, names, look at the names for Washington, man. The well, it used to be the Bullets, and then they had to get rid of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually so fitting, the Washington Bullets. That's great. Detroit should have took it over. So it was originally the Baltimore Bullets. That's where it started. They should have, like, the Kensington, the Kensington Crackheads. <laughs> They should go off like off like the worst neighborhoods, the Kensington fucking crackheads, the fucking um, the Compton, the Compton cokeheads, and just keep doing it like. <laughs> King Anna says a comedian had a good joke on if team names were actually representative of the city. He said the DC shooters and the Detroit pimps. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. New York narcotics. <laughs> you know, they probably had great logos. Could you imagine the logo for the Detroit pimps? Some dude with his foot stepping it'd be, out. It'd be know? Kramer with the cane and the and the and the big coat. <laughs> that would be a great logo, yo. You know. Was was the Washington Bullets logo a bullet? Oh. Yeah, baby. It was a bullet. Oh, rock and roll, man. They yeah, let's, got uh, that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look at all the logos. The fuck. They should do a team like with nations. Like, I guess like the Olympics, but make it more like a regular league and just like have the most racist fucking names. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to download this. Uh, I don't see no bullet. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I heard a fucking comedian do a joke that was so horrible. It was so great. It was so great, yo. Yeah, you see it right there? Oh, yeah, look at that. The Baltimore Bullets. Baltimore is also known to be a bad spot, too, right? Oh. Yeah, dude. But now, but now, look what their logos were. Go back down. The logos were the two hands. Like it looks like they're doing a jump ball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's not shooting. what's going on. That's, that that dude was playing basketball. Now he's getting robbed. He put his hands up like this. I said, "Get your hands up." He said, "Okay." And then that's the ball flying out of his hands. <laughs> that's a cop saying, "Get your fucking hands up." <laughs> now it would be the DC Rainbows. DC rainbows. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see, like, how come no one's showing us, like, a whole, a whole, like, 
I want to see what our what our like what like our military looks like now. I want to see like their graduation pictures, right? Do they graduate from like? Do they take like pictures of all of them? Because I want to see like how many purple haired. Are they allowed to have purple hair now? You sure? Or do, do they still shave their head? Do they do they still shave their heads and shit? Michelle, what's up, Michelle? I think you were at the show the other night, weren't you? And I didn't even say hello. I had to run to to resorts. That's what she's saying in the comment. Oh, hi guys, Gary, you were great last night at Trop. Wish you didn't have to run to resorts. I should have read that. I needed a hug. Well, here's a hug for you, mama. Come here, mama. Come here. Ah. Oh yeah. God bless you, ma. And I also want to big up self. Ooh, right. haven't seen him in a while. What up, well, self? I did. He was there. He was there on Friday. He mm -hmm. came down, you know, and uh, him and his crew came down. And big up to you guys, man. They uh, they took they took care of the comics. <laughs> they took care of the comics in that tip bucket. You know, I don't really like the tip shit. You know, I don't like that they do a tip bucket at the end. But when my man self comes down, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, it was a crazy large tip. And then Ray's telling me Ray's telling me last night. I think the reason why uh, you know we got such a good tip, you know, was because you know because uh, big up to Zach. Zach came down, and Zach uh, yeah, and we threw him on the show. You know, and normally when we throw people, if you're getting thrown on the show, you don't get a piece of the tips. But we told them come through when you you know we'll split the tips with you. So he's saying, oh, we got all you know we got that big ass tip bucket because we put him on, and I'm like, no. You got that big ass tip bucket because my people came and I saw what they threw in. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Big up to you, self. I appreciate it, man. You know, filled my tank up twice. <coughs> so I appreciate you. And Michelle, thanks for coming out yesterday. I appreciate you too. But you're there like every other day, you know. And uh, if I'm correct, he flew back to Puerto Rico today. Uh, you know, so big up to you, self, for coming out and chilling, man. Sorry I couldn't hang, you know, longer. I apologize for that, man. You know, it's tough because everybody's weekend is not my weekend. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for everybody else, it's like, yo, dude, it's Friday, it's Saturday. But for me, it's like every day is like that. So, you know, a lot of times I have shit to do that's like what you would consider. I do that on Monday or Tuesday. I do that whenever I can fucking do it. King Handle says, Gary, a lot of that... Bullshit doesn't go down on the unit level. That's really up at the higher levels where it's more political. Makes sense. It's like the Freemasons. You know, if you're a Freemason at the bottom level, not a lot's happening. But the higher and higher you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually how it is. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, this topic. This was an article that I found uh, recently and strangely interesting. Um the University oh, of yeah. Montana uh, is researching and prepping a fentanyl and heroin vaccine for human trials. What the fuck is that? Well, like, how is there a vaccine for a drug? First of all, it's a vaccine for a drug. Well, what does it do? Read into it. Give us, give us a little knowledge into what the hell that is. Because to me, I'm like, how do you have a vaccine for a drug? What does it do to you to keep you off? You know what I'm let's saying? First, like, let's first Google 
uh, a vaccine is a substance used to stimulate immunity to a particular infectious disease or pathogen, right? Typically prepared from an inactivated or weakened form of the causative agent or from its uh, constituents or products, right? So this is the important part, right? The vaccine is the object used to protect against a disease or pathogen, right? Yeah. So it's fundamentally impossible, literally by the definition, to have a vaccine for heroin, fentanyl, or any other type of addiction because it's not a disease no matter what anybody tries to say. And that's the narrative is that addiction is a disease, right? But with the disease, you need to have a physical sign in your in the body and then symptoms of the disease, right? Like if you have cancer, you know, or you, you might start to like look sickly and that's the physical sign, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like you're showing signs of the illness and then the actual, I'm sorry, that's the symptoms, the symptoms of the illness. And then, and then the signs of it would be the cancer cells in your body, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing if you have a virus like coronavirus is you, you'll find the, the, the virus in your body, like microscopically, mm -hmm. you can see the virus. There isn't anything like that for addiction. Because it's it's not a disease. You can't no, go under a microscope. Find, you, find, you can go under the microscope and find the heroin in the body. <laughs> yeah, you find but the little crack rocks there. in the rug. You know? Yeah, but that was put there. Yeah, it doesn't but, make sense to me. Well, so the reason that you know there's this narrative of addiction is a disease is because there's this book called the DSM-5, right? Or the DSM-4, I don't know what number they're on now, but it's it's basically the mental health you know, textbook, the mental health Bible, right? Which and nowadays means nothing. Well, listen, bro. The, the reason that that is printed is for the health insurance companies to have something to decide what they are or aren't going to pay for. That's legitimately what it's turned into, you know, mm -hmm. at least in this country. You know, that's effectively what, what it is. Let me see if I can get this book up, uh, DSM, so I can show it to you. Um. Yeah, so it's a psychiatric book, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental, I guess, mental uh, something, mental abuse. So, so they want to say- Mental disorders. So it's technically a mental disorder, right? Which makes sense, but they call it a disease, but there's not actually, it's not well, actually a disease. How does even a mental disorder make sense? Well, You're saying I'm, that doing drugs is a mental disorder? Well, it's the thing, they don't have anything to call it. You know, and that's, you know, the real truth with psychiatry and, and mental health stuff. You know, I have OCD, right? Which just means my brain operates a certain fucking way is what, is what that means. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it different? Is it actually something? Or is it just we need to categorize no. it as something so it's something? No, you don't, you don't have to categorize it. That's just the way your brain is. Okay. But then again, well, don't listen to me. What do I fucking know? I got a GED. Mm -hmm. You know. So don't get mad at me, but I'm just saying like me personally, I mean, what, what is, you know, I got a good vaccination for that. You tie the motherfucker to the bed for a year. Yeah. You feed him smoothies through straws and boom, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Boom. Now they're clean of it. So, but, but apparently good. Let, let's hear so, about this. So this what does it do? It stops you from wanting to take the drug. Well, let me get into the addiction part, well, and then I'll, I'll get into this. So this is what the DSM says about addiction. According to the DSM-5, it's not called addiction anymore. It's a substance use disorder, SUD, right? That's, <laughs> what, they're, that's what they're calling it now. It's not drug addiction, right? 
Um, there you go. There you go. Based on decades of research, the DSM-5 points out 11 criteria that can arise from substance misuse, right? And that's also the language they're using now. These criteria fall under four basic categories, impaired control, physical uh. dependence, social problems, and risky use. So using more substances than intended or using it for longer than you're meant to. What are you listening? Going on on. Are you listening? Are you listening? I'm listening. I'm listening right. I want to you to put, I want to put your hands. I want you, I want you to put your hands up like this, right? And every time you agree with one, put your finger up, okay? Using more of a substance than intended or using it for longer than you're meant to. Trying to cut down or stop using the substance, but being unable to. Oh, you want to wait? You're trying to say if I fit into <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you fit into any of these, please put a finger uh, up. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Using, using All right. more of a substance than intended, or using, or using it for longer than you're meant to. Trying to cut down or stop using the substance, but being unable to. Or just realizing you don't want to. But I'll put a finger up for that. Experiencing intense cravings or urges to use the substance. Needing more of the substance to get the desired effect, also called tolerance. Tolerance, yeah, come on, man. That's just going to happen. Developing withdrawal symptoms when not using the substance. No. Why are you looking at me like I'm lying, dog? When the fuck do I have withdrawal? What do you mean, being edgy? That happens with cigarettes. That's called withdrawal, dog. That's called withdrawal. I'll give you half a finger on that one. You get a little half a finger on that one. I don't, because I don't give a fuck. Like the other day, I didn't drink coffee. I didn't even realize I was going to sleep that night. You okay. know what I'm oh, saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Spending more. I'm saying for spending, so spending, spending more time getting and using drugs and recovering from substance use. I don't think this is. I don't think that's. Nah, you. that doesn't pertain to me, man. <laughs> Neglecting responsibilities at home or work or school. That doesn't pertain to me either, man, because the drugs I do make you want to do all that shit. Continuing to use even when it causes relationship problems. Well, what else is going to get you through a relationship? You know, I remember my ex-wife used to always say that to me. You need to stop smoking weed. And I said, you want me to stop doing the only thing that's keeping you alive. Is that really what you want? That's also when I knew we were toward the end of the relationship. Because I honestly said that. I said, you want me to stop doing the only thing that's keeping you alive? Do you realize that every time I want to fucking end your life, I go into the glass house, roll up a blunt, smoke a blunt, and then realize all the consequences and go, ah, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. That's insanity. Can we get back to the list? Yeah, sure. There's more to it. I'm at four. Yeah. Um, and uh, continuing. Uh, okay. Giving up important or desirable social or recreational activities due to substance use. No. All right. Using substances in risky settings that put you in danger. Well, I don't know. I, I, what, what was that one again? <laughs> Using substances in risky settings that puts you in danger. No, no, because that would be like smoking in crack houses and like, you know, I don't, I'm not, not. That's like even just putting yourself in a situation where you're going to those neighborhoods to cop shit. Nah, I don't put myself in risky situations for drugs or anybody. Continuing to use despite the substance causing problems to your physical and mental health. 
See, it's hard to say if it's causing problems with my mental health. Physical, I don't know. You tell me. Do I look good? <laughs> uh, mental health, I don't know. It's like one of those things when I say I don't feel good. Am I getting sick? Was I just off on what I was doing? <laughs> it's withdrawal, dude. I think usually when you're saying that, it's withdrawal. It's That's not withdrawal. It if you go to sleep at like 6 in the morning and you wake up at fucking like fucking 9 and then start working and you do that three or four times in a row, is it withdrawals or it's just consequences? It's the consequences. You know what I'm saying? It's like when people say they did fucking MDMA and they're like, yo, I hate doing MDMA because the next day I feel so tired from the MDMA. Is it the MDMA that's making you tired or is it the fact that while you were on it, you danced for like six hours straight, was banging all night? You know what I'm saying? Didn't drink Drinking water. and probably doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit mm -hmm. is why you feel like shit. You know, I'm not saying the MDMA got nothing to do with it, but you also got to remember all the other shit you did. So are you saying that if you did all that other shit and never took the MDMA, you'd be feeling great today? Come on. I don't buy it. So what did you have, four? I'm at four still. Yeah, I'm still at four. I feel all like right. that's cool. So the levels of severity. Like other illnesses, substance misuse worsens over time. The substance use disorder criteria explained allows clinicians to determine how severe a substance use disorder has become depending on how many symptoms are present. For example, you have four, right? Yes. So four or five symptoms show someone who has a moderate substance use disorder. Once you start to reach six or more, this indicates a severe substance use disorder, which signals an addiction to that substance. So, so mine is I have a mild substance. Moderate, moderate, moderate. moderate. You're, yeah, you're past mild. Yeah, uh, it's like mild. it's like hot sauce. There's mild, medium, and hot. Well, and then I'm perfect, right? You're, you're medium. You're don't medium. they say everything in moderation? Correct. Yeah, you're like a little spicy. Just you know? like I want to be. You know. But it's bullshit. King Handel says these universities are beholden to donations, funding from corporations, research, can produce whatever findings you want. Of course, they get paid to come up. And that's what I want to get into, actually. I'm glad you brought that up about this heroin vaccine. Yeah. I want to know where this, where the cash is coming from for this. So the oh. researchers, what? I mean, where do you think it's coming from? I'm sure it's the, the normal players. I'm sure yeah. it's all the normal players. Let's check it out. Go ahead, man. Yeah. The ouchie. <coughs> it's all the normal players, man. Uh, I'll make this a little bigger. Uh, researchers at the University of Montana and their partners are nearing human trials for vaccines to prevent fentanyl and heroin drug overdoses. The vaccines will protect people struggling with drug addiction or those at risk of accidental overdose, according to the NIH. More than 106,000. Fuck. Hold on US a second. U.S. drug overdose deaths were reported in 2021. Bro, wow. hundred and six thousand, dog. What? Um, what? Bro, there was there was like two hundred. There, there was like I think three hundred people who died in Vietnam, and that was like that was like that was like, like, like ten like years. What you mean three hundred thousand? Yeah, bro. Over like ten years, and and, Over 10 and, years. and like the whole nation was 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 trying to bring people back from that. A hundred thousand ODs a year, bro. So now, wait. They're saying the vaccination will prevent overdoses. Yes. Yeah, so we got to get so it. We is that really a vaccination, or no, is that like the equivalent of when you do Adderall? It allows you to drink more. 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, is that a vaccination or are they just giving you a higher tolerance? Mm-hmm. I don't like any of that language. First of all, I don't think it's a disease. Well, it's, it's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I don't think it's a disease. Yeah. You know, to sit there and say, you know, I'm moderately, you know, I got in my fuck you, 106K overdoses. Good thing we just let it. We just let, let in like a hundred K's. Yeah. That's pretty funny. thousand illegals. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what they, that's really funny. How can you thin the herd if you keep replenishing it? Yeah. You know, uh, so this is national deaths. involving stimulants, cocaine and psychostimulants by opioid involvement. So this is just like showing a cross reference of people who are doing, who are ODing with, opioids and stimulants well look at these overdose this is you know um actually i can guarantee you bro so you see this right here this this part yeah this is when everything from 2012 back this is when oxycontin was still being manufactured and then right here from 20 in between 2012 and 2013 is when they stopped making the oxys that you could crush and snort and they started doing all those regulations in the u.s which then led to everybody doing heroin. And then at some point, you know, around 15, 16, fentanyl started coming in and then bang, everyone started dying. That's exactly what happened. And you can you see it here first. He just wrapped it up in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Just wrapped it up in a nutshell, man. I mean, I don't know what you're saying is true, but you know, it sounded good to me. It is. Um, so so it, will, it will protect people. For, so it won't stop them from doing it. Yeah. Uh, but Which is really I mean, what they want. You know what I'm saying? Really what they want is not them to stop. They just want them to be able to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it doesn't say it's going to stop them. It says it's going to prevent them from getting fucking overdoses, having overdoses. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I got a uh, yeah, researcher, Jay Evans, directs the UM, which is University of Montana Center for Translational Medicine, which is working on the vaccines. He's also the co-founder of Inimmune, the corporate partner charged with scaling up the vaccine components for manufacture uh, in a whatever is based in Montech, UM hey, Missoula's based that. business. Yeah, whatever. We anticipate testing our vaccines in humans in early 2024. The first vaccine will target heroin followed shortly after with fentanyl vaccine in phase one. Once we establish safety and early efficacy for these clinical trials, we hope to advance a combined multivalent vaccine targeting both heroin and fentanyl. Uh, he said the vaccines start with uh, well, Dr. Well. Marco Pravatoni, professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences, who directs the center. Uh, his research team designs haptins and drug conjugate vaccines that can elicit the production of antibodies that target against opioids. Pravatoni has worked on vaccines against opioids for over a decade, bringing one candidate oxycodone vaccine to human testing in phase one. Now, look, now, hold on. Can you stop right there real quick? Yeah. Just that one thing right there, right? It said they worked on the vaccine against op opioids for over a decade, right? Oh, motherfucker, why is it doing this? Yep. Because, all right, where am I? Now you're all over the place. I got man. you. I got you. I got you. Just calm down. Remain calm right here. Yo. They don't, they don't want me to prove this point. <laughs> yeah, right here. Right, they worked uh, against opioids for over a decade. They worked on it, right? Mm -hmm. And then it says, 
uh, bringing the oxycodone vaccine to human testing, bringing it to human testing in phase one. So it didn't get into human testing for over a decade. Is that is that what I just read? Correct. And now they want to tell us that the V, which already has been proven before, you idiots who still want to believe that shit works, and I was an idiot for not wanting to do it, that's the reason. It took these motherfuckers 10 years to get him. It's even still not human out. Testing. And it's, it's still not out. not out. They're about to start 2024 human. And these motherfuckers came out with some shit exactly when they said they were going to come out with it in a year. Come on, now, see, people. And the new that, one that's coming out, there's a new one that's out, a new booster for all you booster heads. Just know it's only been tested. And, and uh, you know, I got this off of shit that's all over fucking YouTube before YouTube goes and kicks me off. It's been tested on, I think, 20 mice. No humans. You are the test. Okay? And I'm the idiot. Check us out on Rumble, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you are the test. We need to make that shirt. You are the test? I like that. <laughs> with a cat, with a, with a, you are the test. You make the R in the middle bigger. You are the test. But like I said, that's, it just sounds like they're creating something to, so that, you know, you don't OD. Yeah. So what it's doing, um, so there, there are things that are out already, right? There's naltrexone, which is called Vivitrol, which is a shot, which is an opioid blocker. Yeah. So people don't call that a vaccine, but it just, so essentially what will happen is you could shoot heroin or do pills or whatever. And your body just won't feel the high, but the drugs will be in your bloodstream. So theoretically, you could OD and people have done it trying to like over, you know, like if it blocks you, they're trying to go over the blocker and then they do mm -hmm. too much and they die. I know a bunch exactly. of people who have, who have done that. So yeah. I don't know how this is different, which is I think is what it's about to get into. Our vaccines are designed to neutralize and target uh, the target opioid while sparing critical medications such as methadone buprenorphine, naltrexone, and naloxone, which are used in the treatment of opioid addiction and the reversal of, of opioid overdose. So naltrexone is the Vivitrol, buprenorphine is Suboxone, and methadone is obviously methadone, and naloxone- You know too much about these drugs, though. Bro, I've been, to like, I've been to like 17 fucking rehabs, dude. This is like my world, bro. I know about all of this shit. All and these look, pharmaceuticals, and look, all these managed, chemicals. And I'm educated it on it, dog. Yeah, no, you, listen, man. I'm not calling you on any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? King King Handel says the crackheads are just going to die from old age. I don't know how they live so long. Well, because I mean, Coke's, Coke's not actually all that bad for you, dog. Well, I, I got to say, you remember my boy who we saw, you know, and I hadn't yeah. seen him in, in mad years. And I said he looked exactly the same as when mm -hmm. we left him. And then I said, but yeah, that's like, oh, well, like 30 years ago. He looked exactly like he looked like the exact same crackhead. So I guess he's looking good. Right, you know, and uh, yeah, well, he died like a month later, so you know, it happens. <laughs> There's some of them do just die, but yeah, crackheads tend to live a lot longer than uh, all the other ones. Well, dude, heroin addicts used to live longer, also, too, especially if they weren't banging. I mean, if you were just sniffing, you can live a lot longer than somebody who's who's shooting, you know. Same thing if you're a smoker. You know, if you're smoking stuff, you're, you're going to live a lot longer than somebody, you know, using the, the needle. The needle is just like a, a different, you know, it's a different ball game. Oh, oh yeah. here, here we go. Now let's get into the sauce. All right.
Let's get into the uh, the, the UN team contributes a patent adjuvant called INI4001 to the vaccine cocktails. Adjuvants are substances that boost the effects, effectivenesses of the vaccines. Our adjuvants improve the vaccine response, providing a stronger and more durable immunity. We've worked closely with researchers from uh, this place, whatever, whatever, to I'm optimize anti-opioid vaccines for advanced human clinical trials. Evan said the work is 100% funded by the NIH. A few years ago, UM earned a $33.4 million contract to develop and advance two... Ah, oh, motherfucker. To develop... Uh, Two candidate anti-opioid vaccines through phase one clinical trials. The work is supported by the NIH, helping to end addiction long-term. The HEAL initiative, which we'll see what politicians gave them that money, right? Because it'll be very, very easy to follow this paper trail, people. Uh, the vaccines were tested with animal models to support their advancement to human clinical trials. Mice were tested, uh, rats and pigs. Papers demonstrating how the TLR78, um, you know, I can't really read any of this anymore. It doesn't. We start with the lowest dose. Uh, Look, long story thing, short, yeah. Long story short, it just sounds like they're making it so that uh, I don't know. So you don't overdose. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, basically. It's not a fucking. It just doesn't make sense. And what am I? I'm a moderate. What? What's going on with that? You know the problem is you got to stop trying to give everything names, man. You know, there's not a name for everything. Sometimes it's, it's called, you know, cause and effect. There's a cause and effect. If you're doing a lot of drugs, you know, when you start to act different, it's because you're doing a lot of drugs. And if it's hard to come off, it's because you like doing a lot of drugs. Watch out to buy to get awarded a 50 million contract to end the opioid addiction. That's hysterical. Him and the big man, you know? <coughs> Him and the big man. It's crazy, yo. It's fucking crazy, man. You know what? Let me smoke a fucking cigarette. You know? I don't know, man. I, it just doesn't... I don't know. And, and like, the whole thing of, like, just trying to make it... See, that's what... That's... It's all... Like, why do they keep trying to take away personal responsibility from everything? Nothing is your fault. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because so you can depend on the government to fix your problems. That's the whole point, dude. That's the whole point. To depend on them. We need them. That's what that's that's what they're trying to do. And it's, it's so business one oh one, bro. I've been I've been on that whole spectrum. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I remember when when I was growing up, it was your fault. What the government's fault? No, it was your fault. You did something stupid, it was your fucking fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotta get paid in gold like Menendez. Yeah, do you know? Did you hear about you hear about this? Bob Menendez was a senator from New Jersey. You know, it's the senator from New Jersey who got who got caught up in some shit, dog. This dude, dude, they have rest stops and stuff named after this dude. You go all over the state of New Jersey, and there's Menendez everywhere, bro. And really? my dad has called this guy Snake for 20 fucking years. Allegations that a leading U.S. senator acted secretly to advance Egyptian interest in a bribery scheme have injected a new combustible element into Washington's relationship with Cairo, testing a partnership already strained uh, by regional competition and friction over human rights. 
The Justice Department said on Friday it announced an explosive indictment against Senator Bob Menendez, the influenced New Jersey Democrat who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and his wife in what prosecutors described as a complex cash for influence arrangement. Now, here's the thing. There's There's nothing really complex about cash for influence. It's very simple. I give you this. You make this happen. Yeah. And he'll be all right. He's a Democrat. Uh, most worrying for the Biden administration. They're not going to touch him because if they touch him for that, then they got to touch Biden. Well, He's no, doing listen, exactly dude. what, you know, no, listen, bro, this, is, this is the thing, dude. The Democrats don't want Biden in anymore. Yeah, nah, well. They don't. They don't. They're trying to take him down, too. You're going to see all this stuff coming out with, with Hunter. You He's, know, it's funny. I don't think anyone wants Biden, but nobody wants Biden to die. They don't want him to die. They want him to just because, live long enough until the election. Until yeah. the election. Yeah, nobody wants him to die right now. That's for sure. It's funny. Nobody nobody wants him, but nobody wants him to die because then we got... Bro. Pamala. Federal agents cited the discovery of gold bars and over $480,000 in cash hidden in Menendez's New Jersey home, which they were allegedly received from an Egyptian-American businessman and other associates in exchange for favors, which may benefit the president abdel fatah el sisi el sisi yeah <laughs> yo and egyptian egypt Egypt's like going off that shit right into now, jewelry dude. that's what he should have did he should have melted all that shit into jewelry he should have been walking into congress with all these gold chains big ass gold bumps and shit earrings all gold rings and bracelets and shit he should have just <laughs> melted it down into fucking came in like a pimp King Handel says, at Brian, I'm going to have to talk to your dad about politics. He seems to know where all the bodies are buried. Well, he worked, you know, he worked for the state for 40 years, the state of New Jersey, bro. He's seen all of it, dude. He knew McGreevy, uh, Jim McGreevy. He knew he was gay before that stuff came out publicly. He called it. He said he was at he was at Atlantic City. Uh, it was during some parade or something like that. So it wasn't that he was in a limousine, met him one day, said I could use a couple, a little bit of coke. The dude went and got him some coke. He pulled out a pipe, started smoking it. And then, uh, you know, Papa Duke touched the thigh. So he was with it. <laughs> Is that how he knew? Bro, you want to call you want to call Tom and get him on the phone, bro? You're gonna no, accuse him no, of some. No. Of some, I'm, actually, of some... I'm actually hoping Tom ain't watching right now. He's I'm definitely not risks. watching, dude. He's not risks. watching this show, dude. I'm just taking risks. Yeah, it's it. not much of a risk. It's a safe <laughs> bet. He's he's not Michael, watching the show. Michael Michelle says we need a president under the age of retirement, but not as young as a millennial. I say the reality is, people they need to like listen if they're changing. If they're changing all the rules in the NFL and all the rules in the MLB and all the, you know what I'm saying? And all the rules in the NBA, don't you think we should change some of the rules? I think, I think a president should be between the age of, I'll say 40 to 65. I would say you could run at 65. You know what I'm saying? That's the cut old, bro. I think 65 is old. Nah, well, that's the, that's the year of retirement. Mm -hmm. And what do you mean? Oh man, that's me in like a couple of years. I think I'm still gonna have it. You know? I mean, listen, but what's the chances? Once the age limit is, that's the age limit, right? And I say that because I feel any president or anybody who's gonna make decisions for other people need to need to live with the consequences of their decisions. So they should have to be around long enough. You know what I'm saying? 
40 to 60. I think 65 is still pretty in, you know. And I also think you should have to pass some sort of test too. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to take tests to do other jobs, right? To be a lawyer, you have to pass the bar, right? So shouldn't you have to take at least, I'm not saying like, you know, you have to go into a college, but shouldn't there be just like a test to show that you're mentally fit? You know? Uh, such a cute couple. <laughs> Right? Like, if you look at a couple that's going to last, that looks like a relationship that's going to last. <laughs> Dude, Zelensky and Pelosi, bro. Ah, uh, and when they get, if, when she kills off. She husband, looks like a reptile, dog. She, she does, does not look are. human, bro. Dude, none of them. So much plastic surgery. Dude, and what about these, like, these, I mean, what kind of, you know, pearls are these? You know, what, 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 what small child harvested these out of some sort of fucking cave? Oh, man. And why is it they always do work on their face, but they always forget the neck? Well, the you neck, that's where they go in, dude. They go, cling, 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 cling. Well, I think they need the looseness of the neck when they stretch it. When they get home, it stretches mm. out to the full length. You know, they turn into oh. full lizards, you know? And then when, they, when the morning comes, it all shrinks back up. So the next days, you know, I feel like Brian should run for president. Hmm. You know, it would be great. That's what. That's how it should be. People should nominate who they think should run for president. Uh, Michelle says definitely a psychological test. Yeah, some sort of test. And you have to be like, you know, in an age where you live with the shit you do. You know, King Handel says, uh, Gary, I do believe candidates get physicals, but I'm sure that's rigged as well. They said Biden was in great health. Yeah, I mean, but physical, we're talking the physical shit. That's really not. They should have to take the physical and they should have to take some sort of mental capacity test, you know, which of course could be rigged. But if we're going by that age group, then chances are, you know, they're still there with us. You know what I'm saying? And yes, yeah, 60 should be it because if they win two terms, then they're going to 68. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 60 is a good cutoff. I would like to see six year. I like six year terms. I think that's I think that's enough time to get some stuff done, but it's also enough time to get shit fucked up to really fuck stuff up. See, four years well, isn't really know. enough time to have anything like bad, bad happen. You know, someone and else can come in when, and you can kind of. Yeah, because when Trump got in, right, I said, because once again, I was going off the media shit and all that. I said, well, you know, look, how much damage could he do in four years? You know, like I, what I used to think, like how much damage could any president do? How much mm -hmm. damage could they do in four years? You know, well, I think we really see it years after, dude. I mean, like the reason, you know, the economy was good under Trump because, you know, things were getting pumped under Obama, you know, like that 08, the 08 shit happened because of what was going on under the Bush administration, really, you know, and yeah, it just... And it just falls on the next, you know, the next, the next president. And the economy was good during Trump because they were, you know, they were pumping cash into the fucking economy yeah. and, and, and driving down the interest rates, you know? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, along came Biden just two years in and, and it's really like a lot of shit is fucked up in the last two years. You know what I'm saying? So I guess you could do a lot of damage in four years is the point I was trying to make. Uh, King Handel says, we just need one good dictator. <laughs> right can't we just get one good fucking dictator you know people get mad at me because i say say what you want about fucking putin but 
he's kind of what you want a president to look like, right? You want your leader to kind of be that way, not take no shit. Bro, and be look like Russia. he could snipe you, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I wouldn't got a picture of himself with no shirt on and shit. Like, bro, I wouldn't, house, you know, yeah, I wouldn't like, like, like if I saw him on a street, like if we were walking on a street, I would like cross to the other side. He looked like fucking Liam Nielsen. He looked like he'll get his daughter back. Liam Neeson, yeah. Lil Liam Neeson. He looks like he'll get his daughter back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a certain set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what you want. You want that or you want to look like Biden? Yeah. Which one do you want? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say what you want, but which one would you rather have now? <laughs> you know? But I'm with King Handles, man. We need one good dictator. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the thing. You know, you look at, you know, the way to get something done is by complete authoritative control, you know, military rule. You want progress? This is how we do it. We shove it down your fucking throat. And it's progress. It's not your progress. It's our progress. But that's what they're doing now. Well, well, the problem is, is they're trying to do it while keeping up the appearance of democracy, which isn't going to work. What you need to do which is, isn't, I don't even know to, how it's working. You need to go, you need to go, you need to go full China. <laughs> you need to go full, full China. Full China. You never go full China. <laughs> One country, two system. <laughs> Bro, you never go full China. Go full That's China. That's where he fucked up. He went full China. <laughs> One country, two system. <laughs> You know, I think I think we need one leader. I would agree we need one leader, but I would say that leader should be Jesus. Mm. You know, but you know they're not going to elect him. He's not very popular nowadays. No, you know what, dude? He's just not good with the social media, bro. His Instagram is trashed. <laughs> I didn't say that he did. I don't want to end up on one of those videos. <laughs> You know, he mocked God and then this happened. You seen those videos? Yeah, where it's like That's not his, gonna happen his computer so got struck the, by lightning twice. You're, during one no, episode. you'll be the one to be sending. <laughs> and I'll be like, Brian, Brian, I think I would lean over too. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think just by natural instinct, if you flopped over in the chair, Right, just by dude, don't even do that because now I have a feeling you're gonna flop over in the chair and you're gonna strangle yourself. You know what I would do though? Like if that happened, he would I would look over. Like if you hit the floor, I think I'd bend over and like look as if I'd be like <laughs> to try to see you know see down. Yeah, I would just do that by nature, you know. Uh King Anna says Jesus has too many rules for these heathens. <laughs> King Handles. I think you're going to get a Christmas card this year. Richard says, Rich, what's up, my brother? Did you see that comedy lady while doing her uh, her skin talking about God loves her best? Is that even real or what? Or was that part of a show? She went down. It was real, supposedly. Yeah, it was a part of a show. You know, she was sitting there. She, she was what are you talking about? What is she? Uh, yeah. I don't. But Google this. Google comedian mocks God and then this happens. Just Google that. I'm sure it'll pop up. I'm sure it'll pop up. I'm learning how to get to get around the proper things to put in. 
And then just go to videos. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking about, Richard. That's the one I was thinking about. I don't this is it. What I, I tell you. Double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. How did you and get on stage? I still at the get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so I'm in the emergency room. <laughs> I'm so, 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 so sorry. I passed out on stage. I got up, I did one joke, and I felt so dizzy. Mm -hmm. You can see my eye. I fell on my eye. Mm -hmm. God. I, can, I cannot believe this happened. I feel so terrible that they had to tell everyone to leave and then cancel the second show. A Tempe, I will be back I, i've never oh, it was, ever it was the temp, tempe improv that that's why she was on stage but dude this is very like um never got covid loves me the most seriously watch she does the thing with the hand so nice so Doesn't nice. She? Oh, no, they all do they all do that look around thing. The hand? <laughs> the second time that shit was just brutal i'm not look i hope she's okay but you know, like I said, you're not gonna find me doing that. Uh, King Handler says, "Oh man, that was wild." Raymond, yeah, that that dude, that shit. The more you see it, the worse it is. Raymond Robles says, "Is that Cristela?" I'm not sure. Uh, and he then says, "Never mind, not her." Okay, Heather McDonald is her name. Yeah. Um, but you know, they got a bunch of that. Uh, 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 if you Google, <laughs> I think it's I think uh, try gay pastor mock Scott, and then this happens. <laughs> It's crazy. I don't even know if that's what they call it, but I know like that's the way to get to these things, yo. <laughs> he got let off easy, though. He got let off easy. You know, he didn't go down like this chick. But I mean, listen, man, I'm not going to do it. That's all I'm saying. You're not going to catch me in this day and time, nor did I ever do that even before I was a believer. Even when I was lost in my own sin, I I uh I would never have mocked God. You know what I'm saying? Because it was always that thing of what if I'm wrong, you know? Nah, this ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me see. It's a white dude. No, nah, nah, that's not the dude. It's like a young white dude. He's wearing like an LGB scarf around his neck, like that dude is, but with the other colors. Nah, that's not it. But he's sitting there and he's preaching some crazy shit, and then all like thunder strikes, literally thunder strikes, and all the lights go out for a second in the place, and everyone goes, oh, and then it comes on, and the pastor has enough to go, that that wasn't God. <laughs> Come on, man. It would have been great if a lightning bolt struck right through afterwards. That wasn't God. That would have been awesome. You know? But yeah, man, I'm not going to do it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, 
even before I was a believer. Oh, this is it. This is it. In the hands of what Martin Luther King Jr. called the creatively maladjusted. Maybe minorities, sexual and gender minorities, have something to teach the church about dying to self, about new life, about... That is not a sign of God's judgment, okay? Uh-huh. Maybe uh -huh. church. Uh-huh. Come on, man. <clears throat> what's the what's the what's the comments say? I always love dude, the, the comments, comments are great, dude. I love looking at the comments on shit like that. What's the comments say? Yeah, he knew. Here's your sign. That's that's a sign, but you're wrong. Timing is everything. See, this is the part where you repent. Uh <laughs> Yeah, maybe they do have something to teach that you can be caught up in that sin and then repent and come to God. Maybe that is what they, what he's going to teach eventually. One day he's going to be like, I was up here talking all that crazy shit. I was wrong. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's a bunch of those shits, man. It's crazy. You know? And like speaking of crazy, man, you know what's so funny is... You say things, right? And it, and it kills me because, like, you say things and then people are always like, well, where do you get that information? Motherfucker, I've been, like, deep in this rabbit hole for years, close to, close to 20 years. Mm -hmm. When did September 11th happen? What year was that? 20, 21, 22 years ago. 20, so, for tw so for 22 when, years. What year, what year did September 11th, 9-11-01 happen? I'm asking. I don't remember the, the year. You know, what do you want me to tell you? I just know 9-11. They don't do 9-11-01, you know? All right, so there you go. 22 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so for 22 years, I've been in this rabbit hole because that's when I really dove in, you know, after seeing uh, that dude's documentary uh, that, like, blew up. Fahrenheit 9-11? Yeah, and then I started just diving into it, and then, you know, like I said, you start with 9-11 was an inside job, you know, then you get into deep state. You know, then you get into lizard people, then you get into flat earth, and then you get into we don't even exist. This is all bullshit. So you start with that, and then you end up with do we even exist, right? Um, but they'll ask you, because like I said, I don't believe all of them, although my I'm daughter not sure thinks I do. What makes it easier to do the podcast? To believe in the flat earth or we don't exist? I'm not sure which one makes it more palatable for me to do this show. I'm thinking we don't exist. I think that's how I can stomach it the best. That's how you, yeah, right. And I've been trying could... to get my family on it too. I've been like, listen, we don't exist. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I do this show. My daughter, my daughter thinks I believe all of it, and I don't. But the point I'm trying to make is like some of this shit is like they ask you, oh, where'd you get that? I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't remember where the information came from. Do your own fucking research, it's out there. But so yesterday, for you, dog. because when I brought up the whole harp thing, right? Everybody's like, oh, you're bugging here. Blah, blah, blah. And then I saw this thing yesterday. It was a TV thing, a TV, like a TV segment on the news that was in 93. It was in 1993 they started talking about this shit. And then in 1995, they said it was going to be full scale in operation. Mm. Come on, man. And you got the people saying what the dangers of it is, you know? Come this on, is from man. this is this is from uh, a government website um, about this is from the National Science and Weather Foundation from 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 the federal government weather and climate okay. modification 
This is from 1965. Oh, wow. So even back Special Commission on weather, weather Modification, Weather and Climate Modification, blah, blah, blah. Um, but here you go. The summary, introduction, possibilities, impacts, social effects, the law. You know, I mean, do you want to fucking look at some of this shit? I mean, no, nah, we don't have to go into it. I mean, there you go. Look it up. You, go. you, know you don't even have to look, look it, up. it up. Just look it up. You don't even have to go that deep into shit. Look it up. You know, there you go. He sent you the link. You know, the link's up there, man. They be fucking with the weather. You know, that's why I got fucking what's the name out here right now. Fucking blowing all over the place. Not to say that shit didn't always happen, but there's a lot of shit that you always got to realize is new. You know, like it's new. And the thing is, I that you're talking when the heart program came in in 95, I was 25. I wasn't even thinking nothing of this shit. Right? Nothing of this shit. So I didn't know from the news or I caught that program or any of that shit that they were doing something different. Mm -hmm. I just looked into the sky and started seeing lines of shit. Didn't know what it was. All I kept saying is, what's that? You know, and people are like, that's jet fuel. And I'm like, mm, I don't think that's jet fuel. You know, oh, that's a sky rider. And I'd be like, yeah, see, that's where they fucked up. They should have made those motherfuckers spell shit out. Because then we would have just been like, oh, there's a lot more skywriting going on. And it's surprising advertisers haven't taken to that, right? Well, that's like what I'm saying. They could have made it look like advertisement. Right. If they were slick, they would have made it look like advertisement. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like, yo, it must be cheap to do that because, you know, it blows away. You know what I'm saying? But that's the problem. It was just straight lines. And then as I continued, I didn't know what it was called. But then when I, like I started, once I dove into that fucking rabbit hole. Then I realized they were chemtrails. Well, let's let's think about this, right? So the Panama Canal, right? The, the the U.S. government basically created this canal system in order for us to move goods from basically New York to L.A. faster and cheaper, right? So we we manipulated land and water to make this happen, right? Now, you know, there's agriculture, you know, purposes. There's military purposes. There's you know, tons of other. There, there's tons of reasons that we need weather stuff to happen. And they're doing this in Dubai now. Uh, I mean, there's like legitimate news articles. It's called cloud seeding, where they'll go artificially put moisture into the air yeah. to make it rain. Like, it's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, if you remember in your second grade class, your teacher taught you about evaporation by putting two, you know, two little things, you know, by the window and, and, and watching and measuring how much water leaves, you know, day after day. Like it. it I didn't just, learn that. You must have went to a white school. Uh, I did go to a white school because I am white. Well, that's and not I'm how it works. In New Jersey, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, dude, it's even deeper than that, too, because it's not just weather manipulation. These motherfuckers are blowing holes through the ozone. Okay? And the reason they're doing it, yo, they're saying, they're saying that with that program, they're able to release frequencies. You know, I learned by watching the chalkboard dry. Yeah, I used to love watching the chalkboard dry. Why did I find that so fascinating? Because you would see like the darkness, you know, start to, you know what I'm saying? You could tell where it was dry mm -hmm. and where it was wet. I don't know why I found that so fascinating. But they're saying that they, re they release these uh, frequencies, that they can blow holes through this heart program. They could blow holes into the, into the ozone, right? Now, I'm not saying this. This is what they were saying on this fucking news fucking segment. In 1993, they were saying this, and they said it releases frequencies, 
right? The thing that they used to do that also releases frequencies that when it hits the brain, you don't realize it, but it fucks with your brain. You know what I'm saying? It makes your brain kind of like all fucked up and off. Mm -hmm. They're fucking with our minds, people. That's why that 5G shit that they were talking about, now I hear that and it doesn't sound so crazy. Although it didn't sound so crazy even back then. Because now, like I said, it's not that I believe it all. I'm just at a point where I wouldn't be surprised. You know? I just wouldn't be surprised. I really don't believe there's lizard people other than when I see Nancy Pelosi and, and a couple of other people. But, um, you know, I don't really believe that. But I do. It winds up to be true. I, I believe Nancy Pelosi because I believe all women all the time. You know, oh yeah. Speaking about that, man, you heard about uh that you know they fucking demonetized this dude on YouTube, right? Fucking um, oh, Russ, Russ, and and now that I, I forgot who was sending out the shit. I think it was like the Department of Justice or something. Don't quote me on that. Um, but they were like seeking out other places. They hit up Rumble, and they they said they asked Rumble if they were gonna follow suit with what YouTube did. And Rumble, check us out on Rumble, said, you know, basically go fuck yourself. That's not how we run things here. So he's still monetized on Rumble. Oh, yeah. Check Let's get this, dude. Check us uh, out on Rumble. Uh, Rumble know. rejects MP's disturbing uh, letter over Russell Brand income. Uh, video site Rumble has hit out uh, at a UK parliamentary committee. That's like the Congress in, yeah, in, in the UK, if you don't know. That asked if it would cut Russell Brand's income in the wake of sexual assault allegations. Dame Caroline Dinage, chair of the House of Commons Media Committee, wrote to Rumble saying that she was concerned that he could profit from his content. But Rumble said that, uh, but Rumble said that was an extremely disturbing letter, and that the company would not join a cancel culture mob. Yep. Yeah, because mind you, it's just allegations. He uh, hasn't even been like fucking bought in by the police or nothing. That's insane. Uh, we would be grateful if you would confirm whether Mr. Brand is able to monetize his content, including his videos relating to the serious accusations against him. If so, we would like to know whether Rumble intends to join YouTube in suspending Mr. Brand's ability to earn money on the platform. We'd also like to know what Rumble is doing to ensure that creators are not able to use the platform to undermine the welfare of victims of inappropriate, potentially illegal behavior. While Rumble obviously deplores sexual assault, rape, and all serious crimes and believes that both alleged victims and the accused are entitled to a full and serious investigation. It is vital to note that recent allegations against Russell Brand have nothing to do with content on Rumble's platform, it said. Noting YouTube's move, it said Rumble stands for very different values. We've devoted ourselves to the vital cause of defending a free internet, meaning an internet where no one arbitrarily dictates which ideas can or cannot be heard or which citizens may or may not be entitled to a platform. There you go. There you go. Listen, as long as YouTube keeps us on, feel free to watch us on YouTube. I like YouTube. I used and look, to love they got them. YouTube. They're featuring but, it right now. Look at that. But, uh, but uh, you know, Rumble's letting people say what they got to say, and they're not just, you know, getting rid of people. I love that fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, by the way, that thumbnail. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, uh, they're allowing us to fucking say what we got to say. 
and big up to Rumble, you know. And you want to know what's fucked up is that even me, who I would say at this point is, you know, got his back, right? Yeah, that's what everyone keeps bringing up. He should sue, especially if Cardi B has access. Exactly. Cardi B came out and said that she used to drug do take dudes home, drug them, and steal their money. She openly said that. And, you know, that wasn't an accusation. She said that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, it makes no sense, man. It just makes no sense, you know? And, uh, you know, like that shit's going on in the UK, but YouTube is here. You know, that's even here in America that he's not making money in YouTube. So um, off an accusation. And what's fucked up is just with the accusation alone, right? Because even me, I'm on Team Russell, but then, you know, there's that part of me that says, yo, well, they're talking about a time when he was strung out on drugs. So it's quite possible, you know, that Daddy might have did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's quite, and I'm Team Russell. So, so it already puts that, there's no way we'll know, you know. But I will say this. If he had, in fact, did that, right? If he had, in fact, did that, then then I think he would be smart enough to know that if he went against them, that would come back to haunt him. You understand what I'm saying? Are you with me with that? Like, in other words, if he actually had something that he did wrong, that he remembers because he mm -hmm. sent text messages and all this and that, right? Yep. Then why would he go against the system? He would know, like he might be able to, He would if he didn't like what was going on, he could have easily have just pulled out Stopped doing that shit, kept doing comedy shows, and chill with his family, right? But instead, he came out, left that, because he obviously was part of that cog. He was a cog in that shit. He left that and then went against it. You know what I'm saying? He could be an asset. Psyop, dog, psyop. Nah, I don't buy that. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. King Handel says Russell should just say he likes mangina. <laughs> King Handel's. You're the man, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I just, like I said, I kind of feel like I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. Either that or he's just stupid. And he doesn't take me as a stupid person. Because if I knew that people had shit on me, even in any way, like even if I had ever been accused of an accusation that ever come my way that they just didn't report on it, you know, they didn't take it with any value. I would still know that's out there. So why would I go against them? You know, there's a reason why I talk the shit that I talk because there's nothing they got against me. I've done nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I could come out here and say this shit. They could, they could accuse me of shit just like they accused that motherfucker. And that's what people don't realize. Is that right now I feel safe saying all this shit because, you know, what, what's, you know, what's a thousand views? What's this, you know, you know, but when we start hitting those millions, you know what I'm saying? A couple of hundred Ks and people actually start listening, then, you know, then we become a thing. Like if they can do what they're doing, if they can do, you know, the truth is, man, listen, I don't like the Trump uh, to like to quote Trump, but he said it. He said, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. You understand what I'm saying? And and this is what I'm saying, because like if they could do that shit to Trump, mm -hmm. if they could do that shit to Russell, these are people who have money to 
you know, defend themselves, what could they do to you? And you can sit there and say, well, why would they do? I don't do anything. Yeah, well, usually that works and hopefully that works for you. But every now and then, every now and then it's you, you know, it's you. And right now they're going, you know, they're using the big people now just to set that precedence. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's the precedence they're trying to set. Don't, don't fuck around. Look what we're doing to these dudes. Get in line. Get in line, dog. And and speaking about get in line, the line supposedly is being built. Remember that that shit we talked about? The line, the fucking oh yeah, uh, the the fifteen minute cities. Supposedly that's already started construction, so now it's more than just an idea. You know. And supposedly that's what they're looking to do with Hawaii, dog. They're doing land grabs up there like crazy. Like crazy. I think the governor came out and said he's going to take a bunch of their land under yeah. some emergency shit, which supposedly that emergency shit was put into, put signed and put in before they got hit. Supposedly, allegedly. Oh, I had some stuff from San Francisco that I wanted to show you from my walks. Oh, let's take a walk down San Francisco okay. with Brian. Well, so this was the uh, the newspaper that uh, I found. It's the headline right here. OD, OD deaths in August equal most on record. Well, it's good to see San Francisco's breaking records. Yeah, or at least being consistent, you know? Yeah. Uh, this was my groceries the other day. You eat White. flowers? No, I get them for the house. I put them up in several different arrangements. Uh, every week, I always have fresh flowers in the house. Do you're you a good woman. Have a problem with that? Nah, you're a good woman, dude. I would. Fi- I find offense in that, right? Um, gardening Why? is gardening, and uh, gardening have- and putting flowers in a vase are not the same thing. Listen. Gardening, caretaking, you to plant shit. Heart, caretaking for plants indoor and outdoor has been something that has been led by men That's from, not a, a from millennia. I'm sorry that you grew up in the city where you never had any sort of nature. And the only grass plants. that you had, you smoked. Uh, but the question is, how much without going over is this basket worth? That was my question to you. Oh, let me see. Zoom in. Zoom in. Mm-hmm. Let me see. How much? Oh, man. All right. Oh, so bag's one full. bag, two bag. And this thing's bags. full. That is, you're in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it down. I'm going to write it down right now so I can't, so I can't change. And I'm just going to go to the nearest whole dollar. All right. I'm ready All to right, go. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get some numbers in there, people. Who gets the closest without going over? All right. So Michelle says that's 250. Mm, that's a good guess. I'm going to say 187. Let's, uh, let's see. 172. 172. That's what it is? 172? Mm-hmm. I cut shapes at 195. We all went over, but I was the closest. I said 187. 
172. Mm-hmm. Michelle, where are you shopping? They're killing you. <laughs> They're killing you over there. Yeah, because I was just looking at the bags. Like I said, I, I buy one bag of shit. Not even like real deal. 60 bucks. Food. No 60 meat. 60 bucks. You know? You know? Crazy, man. And where are we right now? Ten City? Dude, look at this shit, bro. It's massive. It was mad, massive, dog. That's what I'm expecting on the side of my building to happen. I'm sure that started with one. I don't think they all came there one day and said, we're going to set up shop here. I think one person set up shop, then another person came, and then, and then it became that. This is, uh, this is right under the Bay Bridge, too. One, and then there was this one over here. Well, I mean, there's no Kensington. Yeah, but this isn't, it's not a bad neighborhood. Oh, yeah, that's actually, you're in a good neighborhood. Yeah. I wanted to give a shout out, too, to, to this place, uh, a little special shout out. Um, Red's Java House in San Francisco. It's an old school, down on the docks. You can get a beer at 10 a.m. kind of place. Ah, big up to you guys. Uh, but they make a burger and fries, and they actually put the burger on sourdough, which honestly I'm not really a fan of. No, no. But they do pickles, cheese, no. onions, and mustard is how they make the burgers. Yeah, I got well, it. Uh, I got it. Walking. No mustard. What's that? I would get it with no mustard, no pickles, no onions. Jeez. And do you have a fucking bun? They don't. Do they have bacon? Nope. Yeah. They might have bacon. Sorry. Sorry. That's like having the breakfast places out here that are owned by the Muslims. No disrespect to the Muslims, but I like bacon on my fucking sandwiches. Yeah. You know, especially you can't have a breakfast, breakfast sandwich. You have breakfast sandwiches and there's no pork. I'm like, come Did on. Did the Jewish delis make bacon, egg, and cheeses, don't they, in New York? 100%, right? No, no? fucking way. Not the kosher ones? <laughs> Not any place that they would call a real Jewish deli. You know, Matt's brother's on it, uh, like a big Jewish deli out here that's like known, right? Cats? No, it's not cats. I forgot what it's called, but it's like somewhere out here in Jersey, they own it. Dogs? You're not going to get no bacon there. You're not going to get no bacon in one of those spots, dude. Shell says she goes to Stop and Shop. One bag cost me 80 bucks. Yeah, man. I hate to see it. Yeah, man. That shit's crazy, dog. I used to, it has to be like in the, in the 90s, all right? The 90s. What are we talking? 30, 30 years ago. ago? 30 years ago. Yeah, but Long I mean, time, just think dude. about it. 30 years ago, dude, I used to spend $100 and feed four people for a week. Nope. So now, no more, 30 dude. years later, $100 doesn't even feed one person for a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's... To feed a family, it's got to be at least, a family of four, it's got to be at least close to $400 to feed a family of four now. Yeah. Crazy. That's nuts, dude. That's a lot of money, bro. That's a crazy. lot of fucking money. I'm spending easily 400 for, yeah, easy, right? Per week, Raymond? Yeah, per fucking week, dog. What do you think? I'm spending at least 400 a month. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, easily. Yep. Easy. Much more because I eat out, but I'm just saying, if even if I shopped, mm. you know, easy, man. That's crazy, yo. Hmm. That's, That's a lot of cash, insane, dog. dude. Hmm. 
Oh, he say about every three weeks. Oh, so you must go to like those wholesale spots. Where are you going, Raymond? Where are what, sta what state are you in? What yeah, what state are you in? Being diligent. Yeah, man. You got a ration, baby. Yeah. Got a ration. You know? But damn, that's crazy, man. It's a lot of bread, dude. 400 every three weeks. That means still in one month, you're going to still spend $800. It'll carry you over, but, you know, mm -hmm. wow, man. Bring back chips for 25 cents. A small bag of chips now. Oops, sorry. A small bag of chips is 3 to $4? Really? Mm -hmm. Not in New York. You can still get a, a, a small bag for 50 cents. Yeah, um, well, those, yeah, those are always like the, the, and, the chip bags. And May is Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. I just learned how to say that, by the way, Massachusetts. No, you didn't. I didn't say it you, right, Massachusetts. No, you didn't. You didn't say it. Right. How do you say not it? The, not the first time. It was Massachusetts. I mean, you said it. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay, I'm saying it right now, though, right? I don't think so. Okay. Big up to me. Fuck it. You say mass. Mass. Okay. Okay. You know, right. Raymond says live on. Live on one of those borders towns that is right around both state lines. Yeah, man, that's fucking, that's a lot of money for fucking food. That's crazy. I remember, like now, right, you get 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent of getting 20 bucks when I was younger. It's for, for real, dude. Yes, it is. I would agree with that. Yep, 100%. I remember if I got 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You could buy 22 liters, 23 liters of soda. You could just buy 23 liters of soda. You could buy maybe close to, it's probably like four bucks. So how many times is four going to 20? You could buy a whole bunch five. of six packs. You could buy five, six packs. Mm -hmm. What, shit. beer? A beer. Yeah. yeah, dude. Richard says they're forcing people into government assistance for the checkmate. Dude, I, I think that uh, if they are able to pull off that other, uh, the second album, if they're able to pull off the second album and do another lockdown, I think it's going to be much more, I don't even think they're going to have delivery. I don't even think uh, the, golden, be that, the golden be fork the is going to be working. I think what they're going to do is send each uh, family packages of food and this is your rations for the month. Make it last. I mean, bro, what, what happens when they turn the internet off? You know? I'm serious, dude. What happens when they turn the internet off? No one ever talks about like that, me, but bro, they can do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, motherfuckers like me will survive because I'm used to not having an internet. But like these motherfuckers, these young dudes that that it's been around all their lives, woo, chaos. Yeah, I mean, at least we know how to like read maps and stuff like that. Like these young dude, bucks, we know how to do any when, of that when, stuff. Think about when Facebook and Instagram, and I think even uh, TikTok was down for a day. Oh yeah, and that was during it, the bro. lockdown. That was during the lockdown and people were losing it. And meanwhile, you ain't got nothing to do. You locked down. That You're was during home. The and how, how long was it down for? A day? Well, it's been down for days. Yeah, at a time, for sure. It's been down for days at a time. I don't think it was that long that it was down. Maybe a day or two? Mm, it wasn't down sure. for that long. Mm. And everyone was bugging. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. How long was it down for? It looked like he found it. Raymond says, oh, pardon me. Gas bubble. Raymond says, I used to supervise at a grocery store six to seven years ago, and 400 bucks would fill up a cart 
and a half and last a good five month. hours or seven hours was the most it's ever been down for seven hours five dude. and a half i'm sorry five and a half and people were losing their fucking minds yeah they shut off that internet dog they can't do that i love when people say that to me they can't do that i'm like dude Bro, what happens I, when they shut down the whole internet and you just can't even find anything that you had you, you know what people these were these were these are the same people that when you were a kid they were like oh the cop the cops can't pull you over unless they have a reason and it's like the cop just has to turn their lights on that's it and if you don't stop that's the reason yeah, exactly that's the fucking reason same people these are, just, these are the same people who said the government can't shut down the world <laughs> yeah. the government can't force you to take anything same people who said that shit you know what I'm saying? 400 bucks would last a good month. Yeah. Yeah, man. $100 a week. I remember that's what you, and I remember as it started to go up, it went up like gradually, but mm -hmm. you know, now you're throwing 30 years later. You can't, 100 bucks can't feed one person for a week. That's insane. It's nuts, dude. It's, cr it's criminal, really. And it's also on purpose. Yes. That's How does that make you feel? Gary, does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel good inside to let the purposely trying to starve us? Do you feel safe, Gary? Do you feel do you feel loved? I feel safe. And do you, I do, do feel, you feel effective. Um do you feel safe and effective? Do I feel safe and effective? Well, some days, some days are heavier than others. Oh my God. I can't believe, you I can't know, believe what this world has turned into, dude. And I honestly, I can't believe how our show started and what, yeah, I what the world's become since, since we started the show. Yeah. You know? yeah. We used to, you know, you're talking about, we used to talk about dolphin rape and fucking uh, spearing, you know, and now it's like, we don't exist. And what's gonna happen to the listen? I feel safe, I feel secure, uh, I feel effective. You feel safe and effective, yeah, man. That's good. You know, I made That's it good. this far. You know, what are you gonna do, man? You know, and I mean, I guess the truth is, if you look, I mean, I don't know, is it that I'm just more interested now and I notice things now, or is it was like, because if you look back, shit was always kind of, it was always. It's not a year where everything was good. There was always well, something. And, you know, you got to take into account the internet, man. I mean, how much is the internet playing a factor in that, that we see this stuff, you know, see this stuff now? You know, I'm of the mindset, dude, is we're not, we're not mentally caught up to the technology jump that we've had. I mean, we're the same people who, who really, I mean, dude, your brain and even my brain so much is from the analog era, right? Mm -hmm. we're not really even caught up to like what's going on now. You know, the, oh, the, no. nothing, nothing's caught up. Like we're way behind, you yeah. know? I mean, you are not behind. I don't know what you're even saying right now. If I should take that as you were trying to diss me or compliment me, I don't even know. And I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I really don't. I just, I feel like, this, you know, Cause like when I lived in New York, like right now they're talking about New York being so dangerous and everything like that, you know. But I remember also New York when uh, South Bronx was Fort Apache. 
you know. And I remember yeah. when Queens didn't have corners that had hotels on it. You know, now there's all these hotels around Queensbridge. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I remember when when there was no hotels near Queensbridge, and that was a dangerous place to be. You know, I remember when how long ago was that? Be, you think? In the '70s, all the way up to I guess they started putting those hotels there in 2000. Okay, so that's not. I mean, it's not that long ago. Oh, but it's I'm not- just saying. Like in other words. Ford Apache, they did a movie, Ford Apache, the Bronx. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, shit was all fucked up. Um, you know, I mean, we've had the Great Depression and all those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Is it really as bad or are they just really trying to push What was so great shit? about it? That's what I, I don't know. know. They always do stuff like that. You know, Good Friday. Who was it good for? It was good for us, not really for Jesus. You know what it's I'm saying? It's not really good for us either, dude. We have to eat fish or pizza or something like that. It's bullshit. That's what you're worried about. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, God. You know, you want to dive down a rabbit hole, dive down the rabbit hole of God. <laughs> okay. Get a little deeper. That's like those people who go, you know, what are you giving up for Lent? Um, I'm going to give up, uh, you know, chocolate. I'm going to give up chocolate. Yeah, I'm sure that's very equivalent to him giving up his life in the most brutal way imaginable to man. It's equivalent. I'm going to give up porn. Well, good for you. Good for you. You're not going to jerk your dick, you know? So holy of you. And then what happens is right after that fucking week of Lent is up or whatever it is, they go right back to doing it. Where? It's the Catholic Church, my guy. That's just, you know, man. The Catholic Church. That's like man. It's the equivalent of wearing your fucking mask to the table, and then when you sit down, you could take it off. And when you get up, put the mask back on and walk. I, I've been, I've been seeing, I've been seeing a, a, a noticeable increase in masks in people around the city, in the city, young people. I was at the doctor's office yesterday. Everyone had a mask on. You know mm-hmm. who did it? Your boy. Good for you, man. Thanks. Do not conform. Okay? I'll comply. I won't conform, though. Do not conform. I'll comply, not conform. Even unto death. <laughs> Until death do us conform? Even unto... I mean, because the truth is, dog, you know, look at what went on when... uh. Well, what, what was his name, man? The mayor with the nipple rings for New York. What was his name, man? Cuomo. Oh, Cuomo. You know. Mayor Dago. <laughs> yeah, Cuomo. You know, that <laughs> That's motherfucker. Like saying the N-word. You know, you got to look at what these people said, because when all that shit was going on, he was like, listen, if you want to live in New York City and enjoy the things of New York City, you're going to have to go get vaccinated if you don't. You won't enjoy the things in New York City. You know, and then Biden came out and said, look, we asked nicely. He literally came out and basically, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but not by that much. He said, we asked nicely. Now, we're going to have to, we said, he said, we even offered you incentives, which is where they fucked up. They fucked up on so many areas with that. One was they did it exactly when they said they were going to do it in, in a year. You know, that's the first fuck up. The second fuck up is giving us fucking incentives. Shouldn't the incentive be that it works? Isn't that enough incentive? 
You know what I'm saying? Pandemic cases are down in all 50 states. First time. That's right. Thanks a lot to the hard work of so many people. COVID cases are down in all. Bro, he looks completely states. different than he does now. I can't promise yeah. that. Yeah. Like, sounds different, different, dude. He's deteriorating quick. The advances and setbacks. And we know that there are many flare-ups that could occur. But there he is. If the unvaccinated get vaccinated, they will protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. If they do not, states with low vaccination rates may see those rates go up, may see this progress reversed. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. The vaccinated will continue to be protected against severe illnesses, but others may not be if you're not vaccinated. But given that the vaccination is convenient and free, it'll be a tragedy if to, and a needless one to see COVID cases among those who do not get vaccinated go up. We're not done fighting this virus. We still have tens of millions left to vaccinate. But we are making significant progress. In fact, when tomorrow's vaccination numbers come out, They'll show you know, that. that's not even the, the one I was talking about. But either way, you know, what's so funny is you hear him talk. And this is the same guy who said we beat Big Farmer. How? By making him more rich than they were before. Bro, 12002, welcome back, baby. It's been a while since we've seen you, too. He says, I think we are older, wiser, and maybe a little jaded. That sounds like an album. The title to an album, Older, Wiser, and a Little Jaded. Um, it sounds like, uh, what's her name? The e -E -E -E. Remember that chick? He used mm -hmm. to sing. It sounds like an album she would have wrote. Uh, hold on. I give up gossip for Lent, and I always feel better. Jesus appreciates that, bro. <laughs> Biden is an empty fucking suit. Well, you want to know what's funny, too? I saw this thing the other day on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Where the dude is claiming that they murdered Biden. He was put in front of a firing squad. Him and Hillary. And that uh, those are the stand-ins or, or straight up whatever. You know what I'm saying? How about that 75-year-old guy we talked about who got shot dead by the FBI? Yeah. He wanted to kill Biden. I mean, he's, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Well, they didn't say wanting to kill, well, I guess wanting to kill Biden or actually, you know, I don't know what he really wanted to do, but for putting up those texts and shit. You know, we can't ask him if he really meant that shit because he's dead now. I definitely can't find the article that you're talking about. Which article is that? The one about Biden and Clinton being murdered by a firing squad somewhere in the deep state, probably no, in Kentucky. The Wall, the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> CNN reported it though Nah I'm not saying that that happened But I'm just saying I mean there is the thing dude That he doesn't look the same As he used to look I can't Deny that Now yeah people I can't hear you bro You muted yourself There you people, go you know, Yeah people get People change right they change. They um. They look a little different, but like from that to now. Well, he just looks older, dude. Is what it. Nah, what it he, looks yeah, he looks different. Mm, he looks older. He looks different. He looks older. Okay, I know. I know what older looks. You look older. 
Oh. I saw your congressional thing, man. And I got to tell you, dude, when you were down being a page, I don't know how none of them try to tickle your, 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 uh, you know, your tater tots because you were a good looking kid. You know, you had your little mo bowl cut and shit. Mopped up. Lack of adrenochrome. That could be it. And you know, they're not going to keep reading him up because they really want him out of there. So I don't think they're trying to make him young again. Yeah. They probably don't, you know, yeah, they're not giving him that adrenochrome. He's not getting his boosters. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out to everyone on Rumble. What up, Rumble fans? Big up to Rumble, man. I'm telling you, man. Rumble don't play. Um, we have a big announcement from from Rated G. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we do. We do. I'm we, excited. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we have officially announced that uh, starting next week, we will be uh, all of our shows will be oh. Tuesdays and Thursdays. At noon Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific, ish, yeah. noon ish. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the start time. So all of our Radio G fans, you can just know that you can check us Tuesdays and Thursdays around noon, and then <laughs> noon, most likely noon. Saturday or Sunday the at Saturday noon. Saturdays, Sundays, the Saturdays and Sundays will be floating. So look for your uh, notification you know, your notification for Saturday and Sunday because you know it's. But I think that's good. I think that's good for us. I think, but uh, definitely I think two, every Tuesday, three. every Thursday. And we're going to try to get three up a week for you guys. Because I know you guys, it's hard for you to go so long without us. I know that's what you well, desire is more rated G. Content. Honestly, bro, I, I used to like these weekend shows more. But I think our weekday shows are better now. I'm into those more, you know? Like those four-hour episodes we do on like a Tuesday, dog? I mean, I, I didn't have a good sleep last night. I got woken up twice violently having to shit. Ooh. Oh, horrible. Like I was I, okay. I, I was sleeping and then my eyes opened up. I was like, ah, ah, hmm. you know? Couldn't even stand up to walk. I was like running up, ah! Hmm. So I painted the bowl twice last night in the middle of my sleep. And, uh, and it was a rough night, dude. My stomach was making sounds like it was trying to sing songs and shit man uh raymond uh robles says yeah well i think i think that throwing up uh what is it used larger amounts longer it was one of these things i think <sighs> go fuck yourself man it could have been a steak i ate because i made a steak before i went to bed raymond says just make sure you get them on spotify in case i missed them yes not you dog he's gonna be on that man Bro says, awesome. Thank you, bro. And Michelle says, yay, I get to spend time with my two favorite men. Ah, uh, yeah, Michelle. We love you, girl. You know, we love all y'all who give us the time of day, man. You know, wishing you all the best. You know, hope the weather's good where you are, man. We're in the middle of uh, craziness out here. You know? It is. Yeah, it's bright and sunny. I'm about to go out. Me and Tina are going out all day today. All right, don't go licking nothing off the floor. It has fentanyl. I smoke you know. my shit, dog. But I'm glad Tina's taking you out, man. Yeah, you it's know? been a couple of days since I've been out of the house. Yeah, man, I'm glad. You know, you need your air. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad she's taking you out. She's a good man. You know, you deserve it too, because like I said, man, you come home, you bring flowers, you make the house look nice. You know, you should talk to my daughter. She'll give you tips on how to make it look like seasonal. 
I'm, nah, I don't I, see. I don't need that. You don't want to go the extra mile, dude. If you want to be no. a good wife, listen, you got to go the extra mile. Shut your mouth and listen to what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm in stages right now. Right, we're in stage <laughs> one. Right, so stage one is we're in the new apartment. Uh, I'm working on furniture and organization of where everything needs to go. Right, so I have everything besides my office done. Everything on on the opposite of the camera side this is where all the storage shit that doesn't have storage spots yet so what today we're actually going to go out and look for some storage solutions for this stuff but the rest of the house is settled so once that's done the next thing i'm doing dude hiring a cleaning company yep i'm i'm getting she's getting you a maid (laughs) dude man you got a good husband let me tell you something yo like, I don't see no reason you can't do that yourself, but, man, big up to her, yo. Word is born. She taking care of you, man. She taking care of you. Yeah, but I, I still have to let them in. <laughs> and I have to clean before they come. Well, here's the thing. So we've been talking about getting the clean people. to clean after they come? <laughs> we, we, we've been talking. Ooh. Fake, 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 fake. Ah. Raymond says, make sure you pick up after your dog shit, Brian. Um, he doesn't have to. So he cleans it up one way or the other. He either picks it up or he scoops it up later with his shoes. <laughs> but what I wanted to do before like the clean before the Brian has it good, right? Brian got it good. He's got himself. Yo, man. He ain't playing. He is not playing, yo. But like I said, look, she's getting you all that, right? The least you could do is change up the scenery for the, you know, when she comes home from a hard day's work, mm-hmm. she wants to walk into a house that's, you know, nice. So why don't you do go the extra mile and just, you know, set up like seasonally. This way it doesn't always feel like the same place. So going down to what Michelle says, so this is, you know, this is this is how I feel, right? So what I need to do is I need to have everything set up in the house. Everything needs to have its place because it's not not everything has its proper home, right? Now once I have that, then the cleaning people can come in and they can clean. And the good part about most of these these cleaners is they're immigrants with OCD, right? So these people do a, do a great job, you know, cleaning cleaning the house. So I'll have that done. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, I asked the guy if the people had papers, and he said no. And then that's when I decided he was the company that I was going to go with. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Make sure the maid is an ugly, otherwise you're going to have a short marriage. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> well, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to have sex with her on the on the desk at work. You're not allowed to have sex with the cleaning lady at work. I thought it was Look, just frowned upon. Known, yeah, if I would have known this is frowned upon, I would have never have done it. Nah, dude, I can't believe you're getting a maid. Yo. What's next? You can get the chairs that lift you up, like Mike. No, dude. But here, I mean, here, honestly, dude, here's, stand here, you up here's the so you here's don't the have thing. to get up on your own, right? Like, listen, dog. If if a maid costs, let's say it's $150 an hour for the cleaning company to come in. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but say it's 125. But if I can make $200 an hour selling or making some sort of video or more, 
Why would I spend the time cleaning if I can pay somebody to clean and make a higher profit doing what I can make more money doing? You're a good woman. You're trying to keep your end up. You want yeah. to add into the pot. Exactly. You know, that's well, good. the goal is what I want to do is make all the money we need off of the video stuff. And then she can pocket her salary and we can use that to, to invest, buy some shit, you know, uh -huh. like drugs. Uh -huh. Invest in some hair on. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Man, you got yourself a good, you know, she's a good husband. You're a good wife. I think the two of you are gonna are gonna are gonna make it, man. I think you'll make it, you know. I don't know about you know, I don't think you deserve a maid, but okay. You know. <laughs> why do you, know, you get why do you, like, why do you like, think you get to decide that, Gary? That's that's I really what I want to know. I don't this, think I decided. No, oh no, no, no. You said you said you said that, you know, I feel like I I feel, I feel, I feel. I mean, what it's what what it sounds like is it sounds like your toxic toxic masculinity is trying to get into my relationship. First of all, there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. Oh, there is. No, there isn't. I don't no. receive that. I don't receive it. Okay. You don't receive no, people, you give it. You give it. No, I just don't receive that 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 terminology, toxic. Nah, man. I'm just I'm just I'm just an alpha dog. This is That's going to is. be a shame. I'm a fucking alpha. And people ain't used to that, man. You know, women ain't used to alphas, but they all want one. You know. They all want. Uh, Raymond Robles says, listen, if you can afford it, fuck it. California living, I guess. Got no kids, dog. So, so. It's a lot cheaper. So like, there shouldn't a be a lot to, cheaper. So, so there shouldn't be a lot to clean. Yeah, there's not. That's why. You're it's just cheap. lazy. You're just lazy. Mm, no. You're just lazy. You're lazy. During sex, man, you probably just lay there. I just lay there I will try to find ways where I can dump more of my free time and energy into the podcast, into the show. I'm oh, sure. oh, God forbid. God forbid Brian spends th three hours a, three hours less a week cleaning his house so he can spend more time producing a podcast. Oh, You know, that's the same oh, argument that oh, Mike gave, so oh. I guess you're right. That is the same argument that Mike gave when we found out that he had a little maid come into the house and we were like, uh, you know, and he made the same argument you made. Right. But I actually work. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, Raymond, that's what he does. He probably just lays there when, when, it, when, 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 when his husband makes love to him, he just lays there. He doesn't give nothing back at all. You know, dude, it's a very selfish way you got. You're like the wife that um has the rich husband and the rich husband's making like, you know, millions. And you're like, oh, here's my, here's my $150 to put into the pot. Here's my $100 to put into the pot. I just made it today. But I hear it, it all, it all counts. It all counts. Good for you, man. You know, good it for you. It all counts. Nah, but good for you, man. I mean, you, you know, you don't just want to sit there and be a regular old housewife. You want to, you know, add something to it and be valued. You want to, you want to find yourself to be valuable. And I, and I get that. Honestly, yeah. I just like hanging out with you. And if I could figure out how to get it to make money, then I can really justify spending several hours a week fucking off. If you could make money hanging out with me, you know, 
If I had people hanging out with me making money, I have a lot more friends. Everybody yeah. would want to hang out with me. You can. We can. We're making money. We're monetized on Rumble. Shout out to you. Shout uh, out to Rumble. Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. And Spotify. We look very, it looks very good on Spotify. Very crisp. You know? Oh, I think, what? I think we're in 4K. Oh, you're saying like the video quality? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah dude. They don't, they don't compress that kind of shit like that. It, it, they, they deliver. And let's not forget Rockfin. You know, no, we're done with Rockfin, bro. Rockfin, well, we're bullshit. not even on it. We're not even on it. Nah, it's not, not even. It. It's not even worth it. All right, all right, mm -hmm. okay. I'm not gonna diss them. We don't gotta burn that bridge. Okay, uh, bro says, and they say the economy is bad. Nice to be you, Brian. Mm -hmm. I, I've always said, whether you're rich or poor, it is good to have money. King Handel says Brian lactates. <laughs> Yo, King Handles, he wears those little nipple covers, the sticky nipple covers over his nipples so he doesn't wet up. <laughs> so he doesn't leave little circle stains. <laughs> you're, 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 a, you're a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. Who are you talking to? Talking to you, son. Ah. Oh. I know. Did you just get it too? I kind of got to take a shit. Is that what that is? No, nah, no. Nah, I just got it like a real, like my heart just fucking tightened for a second. You might have had a heart attack on fucking live on the show, like the time I threw up. Remember that? Remember when we was doing the show and I said, hold on a second. I was just throwing up. I, just I now, recall. You almost had the. And then I would have became a video. And then I would have been like, yo. And I would have been, I would, I would have been the video of, of you know, comedian mocks God on podcast. Then this happens, and they would have showed the the earliest shit I was saying, and then it would have had uh, SpongeBob going ten minutes later, and then you'd have seen me. It just go down. You know? I want. I honestly, I want us to be the face of a national advertising campaign spawned by the government to talk about why you shouldn't speak out against the government. Look what happened to these people. You want to be an example? No. You want them to make an example out of us? Out of you, not us. Out of me? Yeah. I don't say nothing. You're the one that says all the evil shit. No. You're the one pulling fat chicks out of cars. During the fucking apocalypse and, and just punching them repeatedly just because you want to. Who said that? Uh, I never said you. that. No. Yo, King Handel said, did we get did we get to the casino hack? I was uh -huh. taking a nap. Yeah, I didn't we didn't actually get to that. Did you hear what about is this? It? What is, no, oh, what, dude, what MGM and Caesars broke out. Oh, hacked, I heard something bro. about that. Yes. Yeah, and they got ten like days. All this yeah, 10 days. They had everything was fucking down. They couldn't. You know, uh, yeah, I heard they took like all the all their members' information. Yeah, social security numbers, credit card numbers, bank account information. Yeah, and held it for ransom. Uh, MGM paid. Caesars did not allegedly. Wow, how much? Let's see. And how are they able to get that money? Like, how were they able to take that money? I'm, I'm guessing it was electronically, right? They didn't pay oh, yeah, dude. Cash. Yeah. Recent hacks of Caesars Entertainment and casinos owned by MGM were probably carried out by teens and young adults who have allied themselves with one of the world's most notorious ransomware gangs, part of a trend that has alarmed security experts. 
known by a variety of names, including Scattered Spider. The group is tied to a Telegram account that boasted last week of the MGM hack. Um, they've been targeting large companies via stolen employee credentials, and they've uh, con- given convincing tech support that they've been locked out of their computers and need a new password. So basically, they'll come up with somebody's employee name. They'll find somebody's employee name and badge number, but maybe they post a picture of themselves at work and you can read it on their badge. And then they'll go on the company line and be like, hey, this is so-and-so. This is my badge number. I can't get into my online account. Can you reset my password for me? And then they reset the password and then they're in. And then they just go ham from there. So it's not, it's not like hard, that, dude. It's not even that intricate. It's not it's even not, like yeah, it's not hard. Dude. Yeah. And, no, dude, like that. And, and that's the easiest way to dope fiend somebody is to do it through a person. It's the easiest way to get to get through, you know. What does that mean to dope fiend a person? Uh, to trick them, you know, uh, like steal your wallet and help you look for it, you know. Uh, well, at least you helped them dope, look for it. Dope feed them, you know. Mm-hmm. Ah, so that's how easy they did it. Just do an idiot in the office. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. You know. Well, I'm an interesting um, guy. So they held it. They held their ransom. So my question now becomes like, how how do they get the money though? Because they got to send this money to some other kind of account. Well, the thing is, is they never they never talk about that. They never release any of those stuff, and they also never say that they pay the ransom. Really, they don't like. But they just said they said they paid the ransom. Well, MGM, uh, I think it was uh, um, paid. Oh lord! Speaking about paying ransom, what about that? Fifteen million. For Caesars, they paid. They paid fifteen million. Mm-hmm. And do they promise not to hack them again? I'm not sure. Is that part of the deal? If we pay you, do you promise not to do it again? I'm not sure. I wonder how they get that money. Can't they just follow the money to where it's going? Eventually, someone has to take the money. It's not like they're leaving it in a garbage can. I don't know. I don't know, but speaking about paying uh, ransoms, the just when you thought the the Griner deal was bad for the merchant to death, did you hear he traded? Uh, he traded. I think he did a swap with. Uh, I think it was Iran. Was Iran? Yeah, I gotta take a piss, dude. I'm sorry. I'm about to die. You leaving it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to keep did, going. We have, we have, we we did, got more show left, you, dude. We got more show I tell left. You, didn't I tell you? To fucking bring a little bucket under your fucking desk. Uh-huh. This guy, man. Weak ladder. You know? But listen, guys. See the llama in the back chilling? Love my llama. Listen, if you guys want to see what's going on, you want to come check me yes. out, go to acjokes.com. And uh, I'm there every Sunday through... No, every Tuesday through Sunday. All right, check me out over there, acjokes.com. See when I'm playing. I'm either at resort. She's, in, Trop- the, she's, she's in the shower, bro. I can't do it. And uh, and uh, you can't pee with your, with, with your wife in the bathroom? No, I don't do that, dude. I think it's disgusting. Pee? Absolutely any of it, dude. I think it's pee. Absolutely, bro. No, I, think I don't think you could go in there and take a shit. I think you should be able to go in there and take a look. Absolutely not. No, I mean, I could. I don't do it because I think it's disgusting. What's disgusting? You're urinating. Into you're, a toy. You're not peeing in the tub while she's taking just, a shower, just, right? Just, just, just let me let me ask you. Just let me ask you a couple things about piss, right? Do you want a or couple? You want to ask me a couple things about piss? You you want pee in a clear cup 
sitting on your desk. Why would you have pee in a clear cup? I'm asking you. That, that's not what I asked you. I said, do you want that? Do I want it? Not necessarily. I see no why? reason why, for it. Why don't you want it on your desk? Because well, what it's would what? be the purpose? Not that you can't. I'm, I'm asking you a question. Don't what ask me. You a found question. out I'm there were healing you. things to it. What have you found out that by leaving a oh, thing pee on your desk, there's a healing, there's a healing factor to it. What what have you found out that if 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 like you was trying to have a baby and you found out that you had low sperm count, and then you found out that if you leave a glass of pee on your nightstand every night, it brings up your sperm count, and you could, then you could have a little Brian Licata or Brianna Licata, you know, name her after her father, um, you know, then then you know. Yeah, peeing while she's in there is real love. Exactly. I draw the line of taking a shit, though. I, I think that's disgusting. All right? Anything done in the bathroom should be done behind a door that's closed and preferably soundproof, in my opinion. Well, yeah, listen. Like I said, I draw the line of taking the shit. I feel like the doors in bathrooms should be dick thicker. You know what I'm saying? And a fan. And, Every bathroom should have and, a fan. And who puts these bathrooms like right near the fucking living room? Yeah. Go to these apartments, the bathroom's right near the living room. Who does that shit? There should be a hallway. There should be a little distance, you know? But taking a pee with your lady in there, dog, you bugging. I'm not you saying know? I won't. I'm saying I don't because I find it disgusting. I and think I think he, I think he no, no, no. has a solution. Brian, just go pee on the street. You'll blend right in with the addicts taking his shit on the street. Exactly. That was actually my thought. You know, he has a solution right there. Why? Because he's a man, and that's what men are about. Solutions. Okay? Once again, you're talking about the problem. Man, he just really, like, his estrogen levels are high, right? Because he went and said, oh, oh she, she's taking a shower. I can't go in there and take a piss. Where do you pee? Do you have a toilet in San Francisco? I don't know. Do you pee in the shower? Because then that would make well, sense. I need to sit down. Oh. You don't sit down when you pee? Only when I'm taking a shit. You know, I will admit, I don't get up, turn around, take a piss, and then sit back down. No, if I'm taking this shit, I'm already sitting. I'll pee. But I know you, Brian. Yeah, Bro, you know 12, 12 double zero two says, tell the truth. She locks the door. That's what I was thinking. Does she lock the door on you? Mm, well, I don't know. I didn't even try. I didn't even try to check. Really? Mm -hmm. You think I should? Is that a red flag if she locks the door? Um, you know, I don't know. You know, <laughs> definitely, it definitely speaks on the trust. The, tr you the, know. the, the trust issues? Yeah. Would you have a problem? Does she do that? If you're taking a shower, do you lock the door? I'm taking a shit. Yeah, of course. Like I said, I draw the line of shits. Okay? I think I'm taking a shit. That's what I'm saying, dude. I, I wouldn't, I'm not, if I really had, if, if it was like, I couldn't hold it, I, I would go. But it's like, it's one of those things. When you're taking like, a shower, will she go in there and take a piss? No, no. I told her not no. to come in the bathroom when I'm in there ever. Really? I said if that door is is shut, that means you're not allowed in. That's what that means. And and honestly, I don't even want you talking to me through the door. While oh, I'm in don't the talk to me while I'm taking a shit. Really, even if you're taking a piss, they can't talk to you. If the bathroom door is shut, that means do not fucking talk to me. That's a private room. 
So she won't even, holy shit, Brian, I never would have admitted to that. What? What? Admitted <laughs> to what? To what part? What, what part? That you're such a bitch? I don't know. I just think that is like, you, you, what would you do if you're taking a shower and she opened the door and said, baby, I got to pee and sat down and started peeing. And then you I would say, her. you need to fucking wait until I get out is what I would say. Really? Yeah, dog. And I would do the same thing. It's because you guys are a bunch of savages, bro. King Handel says I'm not a savage. It's disgusting. You're gross. It's urine, dog. It's urine. I don't want to hear. You're not. I don't want to hear. Shower. I don't want to hear the dribble of your piss hitting the porcelain and going into the water, dog. I don't want to hear it, bro. Do you get I out of the don't... shower if you have to pee and pee in the toilet and get back? No, in the I shower? piss right in the fucking drain, dog. Right now down. That's there, gross. Yeah. Now that's gross. You. Basically, it's all pipes, Jerry. It's all pipes. But you'll pee in your own Enough shower. Enough of this pee pipe talk. Doesn't even make sense. It doesn't it even make sense. If it don't make sense, it don't make sense, bro. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, dude. I'm not. Oh, that I'm you not... sit when you pee. He would have never admitted that. Oh, I don't sit when I pee. Which, which makes me think, bro, do you sit when you pee? You just won't admit it. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, I would admit it if if uh, if I did. You said you said you. That's what you said. You said you sit when you pee. No, no, no. I asked you if you sit when you pee. No, no, and no. You no, said no, yes. No. no, bro, heard you right. You said you sit when you pee. Dude, receipt, bro. Receipt. It's a live episode. Rewind it. Give me the timestamp. I will. When 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 I go back after the show, I'm gonna give you the timestamp, and on the next episode, you I will prove bro right that you did say that. <laughs> you have some unresolved issues, Brian, coming from bro. I do, dude. Yeah, I do have some unresolved issues. As do we all. Yeah. You know? But um, I think that's just weird. I think you should have went in and took a piss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think if I ever stay at your house, I'm going to wait for you to take a shower. And, and then, then I'm going to go in and take a piss. Okay. Normally, I would not do that. But for you, I'll make an exception. And then as I'm walking out, I'll pull open the shower thing and say, I only took a piss. I'm leaving now. And then I'll walk out. Do you not flush it also? No, I leave that for you. Because I won't flush it because then it makes your water. You're in San Francisco. It definitely makes your water hot. Oh, yeah. that I, I don't like when that happens. You know? It's never, never fun, you know? Yeah, man. And bro says, I heard it too. He got caught up in the moment. Yes, I heard it, bro. He said that. He said he sits when he pees. And then he asked me if I do, and I said only when I'm taking the shit. I got caught up in the moment. Is that what you, you said? You did, man. You got caught up in the moment. Just, you know, you did that uh, Freudian slip. Mm. That was true. You know, that Freudian slip, that was true. That's what you did just there, dog. <laughs> You know, do you drip dry? Do I drip dry? No, I shake it. I shake it like a leaf, dog. Who drip dries? It's disgusting. It's like something Zach Pickett would say. I feel like he would say drip dry. Is that a Zach Pickett line? No. Is that a drip? Did you just accuse me of taking a Zach Pickett line, dude? That, not, a, that mean? not not accusing that what I do? of anything. Uh, what, what steal other people's material and pass it off as, as your own? According, yeah. according to Mike, that actually what is what you do, dog. According to that Mike, is, that's what I do. Yeah, no, it is. It is. That's why I like you. You sound like all of my favorite comics. Oh yeah, 
I steal all my material from you. <laughs> Fucking twat waffle. Uh, wow. I just stole that from Buddha. Wow, dude. That's oh, what man. I do. I'm um, a criminal by nature. What's the joke that you steal the most? Which which one is it? What's your most stolen joke? Um, that you're accused of. That's I mean, honestly, that's what I want to know. What is it that you're even accused of? Oh no, I mean, I've never been accused of anything like that. Other than Mike says I stole jokes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what jokes? And then and he, then he tried to say, I, no, he said I stole a joke from him. Oh really? <laughs> and then I said to him, why would I steal a joke from you, Mike? You're not funny. That's what I said. You know what I'm saying? They cut that part out. They cut that part out of the uh, of the of the, the documentary. Of the reality documentary. They cut that part out. Okay. My response to that. You know. Yeah, wait for them to put that out and then come after him for my for the footage that they used them on. Is this the ask Gary G segment of the show? Yeah, go ahead, ask away. That Gary. would be a great segment to the show. If anybody wants to ask me anything, feel that's free. it. The floor's the floor's open. It's always open, man. You know, I'm an open fucking book for the most part. If I'm lying, it's only to protect you. All right. It's only to protect your feelings, not mine. You know, did it hurt, Gary? Brian, you're the one asking questions. When you fell from heaven. No, I landed on Satan. <laughs> Your last name is not Mencia. No, it's not. You know, I will say this. I've had I've had two jokes in my lifetime that were close to two comedians that I adore, and they're much bigger than I am. So I just stopped doing it. You know what I'm saying? I did a joke. Somebody told me, yo, that sounds a lot like this Patrice joke, you know, because I was talking about something about a person with a goiter on their neck. Mm -hmm. And uh, because someone introduced me to somebody and they had a big ass goiter on their neck and they didn't tell me that when the person was coming up that, oh, by the way, this person has a big ass goiter on their neck. <laughs> you don't see goiters a lot anymore. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why I, I fucking said, oh, shit, when I saw it. And then they got mad at me because I wasn't looking when the person came up. I heard them talking. I turned around. I said, oh, shit. And, like, it was unexpected. I think if a person, if you introduce him, you know you're going to introduce someone to someone with a goiter on their neck, you should tell them, right? And uh, where are the safe areas of AC to live? Ventnor? <laughs> Brigantine? Margate. And Margate. That's great. That's really funny. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's really, that's really funny. How long have you had that, Gary? How long have I had what? Um, what did I say? I'm trying to remember. When are you going to do the live Christmas special, Gary? I want to be in the audience. You'll probably be in the audience anyway. You're always in the audience. Uh that dick in your mouth. Since I started doing comedy. <laughs> That's great, dude. What's great is I read it. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> Big up to you, Raymond. My kind of guy. 
Raymond has seen every single episode. Oh, so then you know how long I've had that dick in my mouth. <laughs> he caught up, dude. He caught up from the beginning. Yo. Um, that's fucked up, man. But that was good. I appreciate that. A good snap along. I appreciate mm-hmm. that, man. What am I looking for right now? Um, Brian, why don't you tell them where they can get our drip while I go to use the bathroom? <laughs> can support the show at briantlicata.com slash shop uh, for all official Rated G merch. Uh, let me know if you have any issues with the site. I haven't personally bought anything off of it directly. Uh, you know, I just order it on, on my end, but we got shirts, we got jackets, uh, hoodies printed, stitched. Uh, we got these hats. We got shorts, um, you know, so you can get any Rady G stuff that you want. Uh, also, if you want to get fist deep in someone you love, check out triplexplayground.com. Only the best adult communication tool ever made for two to 10 players. Are you looking to spice up your life with a love partner? Tired of the same old routine in the bedroom? Triple X Playground is a game that can be played amongst couples with a third person or in a group. Get yours today. Uh, this podcast is also brought to you in part by EndedWithGood.net, uh, my good friend John. Uh, and yes, actually, that is true. All Rated G clothing is made in a Cambodian sweatshop. Guaranteed. Uh, uh, sorry it took me so long. I had to wait. My cat was in there. So I had to wait for Mama to get out before I could go in and take a piss. Uh <laughs> Uh, I wanted to bring up, I wanted to bring up, we had, we had spoke one of our episodes that got taken down and it got taken down. I think within a day they took it down was our episode where we talked about a pizza club. Mm. Right. And, uh, and what I find funny about that is they say it was deemed to be debunked. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any chance we can get a Whitney up here? I'd like to shoot my shot. Are you talking about Whitney Cummings? Oh, well, I don't know if anyone can do it. Is Brian? Hmm. Brian has all the connects, man. All right, if you're not checking out his other podcasts, his other podcasts, Brian has all the connects, man. He got the big names on that shit. You go, Brian. Okay, you go. Uh, but uh, so they I'm say getting- it was. Dick famous, I can tell you that, dog. That's my number. Seven. That's my number. My number seven. Seven why? Seven dicks. That's my number. Oh, you're gonna get seven dicks famous? Well, that's the number, dude. You do seven dicks, then the you know the 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 opportunities are endless. You know, the opportunities are endless, which is good. You have to to swallow because I think that would be directly proportionate to how many I could I could I could I could down. Um, I don't I think like you, you have, have to. to swallow. No, I don't think you do. I just think you have to have your mouth open because there's, I think there's more humiliation in watching it just drip all over you. You know, pizza episodes are both still on Spotify podcast. That's right. And I went to DC a few weeks ago for the first time. And first thing I looked up was where that shop was. Is it still there? And it's Did there, yeah. The it? first thing I looked up uh, was where the shop was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is still there. 
It is still it there. Is, yeah, it is. Still All right. There. Well, there, there, there's, there, there was a little uh, something with that that came out. It appears that the reporter who debunked it, um, they might have changed the name. I know I would have. Uh, it used to be called what? Uh, Cosmic Pizza or something like that. Uh, you're going to have some explaining to do if your wife ever watches this. She won't. She won't. <laughs> Uh, fact check, fabricated New York Post headline on ex-ABC journalist. Oh, so they're saying that that wasn't real. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Hold well, on. I mean, hold on. We'll let's see what it says. Who, yeah, let's see who's what it saying says. they debunked it. Let's see what it says. This is Reuters. This is Reuters. All right. Reuters. Uh, okay. Headline circulating online attributed uh, to New York Post falsely claims that James Gordon Meek, a former ABC reporter, has pleaded guilty to child pornography charges. Is also the reporter who debunked the well-known conspiracy theory known as the pizza. Uh, according to the US DOJ, on July 21st, Meek pleaded guilty to transportation and possession of child sex abuse material. He's scheduled to be sentenced on September 29th. The image circulating features a New York Post headline that reads, award-winning ABC journalist who debunked Pizzagate pleads guilty in horrifying child porn case, the Post on X. Um, no such headline ever existed on the New York Post website. However, here and here, coverage of, of Meek's case by the New York Post includes no mention of Pizzagate, a fake theory about a pedophile ring run in D.C. that has also been adopted by QAnon. The Post did not immediately comment. Okay. So if I heard that correct, what... Uh, how come I can't hear you? You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, dog. Okay. So did I hear that right? Someone please tell me if, if I heard this wrong. But what it sounded like to me is they said the headline was fake. That that headline was never put on the post. But that Correct. the story actually is real. The dude did get fucking picked up on that shit, right? And that is the dude. But they're saying that in the article, they never mentioned the pizza club. Well, Pizzagate, because you already said it fucking five times, right? So they're saying that they never mentioned Pizzagate in the actual article. But mm -hmm. they're not saying that's not the dude who debunked it. Is that what I read? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I read because I'm going to go in and just look up the stuff about the guy. Uh, he's a former ABC News senior producer and senior counterterrorism advisor to the U.S. House of Committee on Homeland Security. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, the FBI raided his Virginia home and seized hundreds of sexual abuse materials showing children from infancy. Um, okay. Uh, uh, during his motivations, Meek noted that I grew up next to the CIA, basically, and nothing he, nothing he went to school with the daughter. Oh, noting he noting. went to school with the daughter of CIA agent Rufus Phillips, who would later publish Meek's first work in neighbor, neighbored CIA operative Lucian Conan, uh, leading him desire to work in the underworld. His father it's had been a lobbyist and a speechwriter for JFK, LBJ, and Bobby Kennedy. His mother worked in po politics and narrowly escaped Mir Amil's Conti shooting of five CIA agents in 1993. He wrote about crossing the Darien Gap from Panama into Colombia, alongside another group of composed missionaries who were later executed by FARC. Meek served as the drummer in the Virginia Team Boat rock band Scaly Andrew and the Lizards from Hell 
fronted okay. by Andrew Bajun of Eggs, who later served as the senior editor of the Washingtonian magazine. Meek and Bajon appeared in the Butch in the Butch Willis biopic documentary Amateur on Plastic. Meek initially uh, wrote political articles for the CD-ROM magazine Blender, uh, periodical press gallery. Blah, 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 blah. Go a little lower because they're going in order. So Meek was the last person to interview William Colby. What? For the story of the assassination for JFK and the former CIA director was found dead days later. Natural causes. Uh, the former CIA station chief, E. Out Howard Hunt, implicated conspiracy theories about the assassination of Kennedy and later thanked Meek at the end of his book uh, for, his, for the use of his private shooting range. <laughs> what, dude? All right, let's go to the Pizzagate thing. Did he? Uh, did yeah. Uh, from 05 to 06, Meek helped Peter Bergen uh, release the best-selling book, The Osama Bin Laden I Know. This dude's in a CIA agent, bro. He's just a CIA agent. Yeah. That's all he is. He's even the a- title of that, even the title of that, The Osama Bin Laden I Know. It, it would be funny if it's like you read the book and it's like he's a nice guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's just like this nice guy. He's, you know what I'm saying? Loves his kids. Yeah, here you go. You know? In 2011, uh, Meek was hired by senior counterism te- terrorism investigator for the House uh, Committee on Homeland Security, although he was unsure why Congressman Peter King, I believe who was a CIA agent also, uh, had spontaneously offered him the position as he had not sought out such employment. Though Meek noted he'd written widely on terrorism and his third cousin wife had been killed in the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, in 2013, Meek was hired as senior investigative producer for ABC's 2020 Good Morning American ABC World News Tonight and Nightline programming from 23 to 2022. In 17, Meek wrote an article about Russia disinformation, wherein he referred to the debunked Pizzagate theory, which drew vile attention uh, after his guilty plea to Judge Claude Houghton. In 2018, he defended his claims that his objectivity part of his job, circling with the plates. All right, so so I was basically right that they're not claiming he's not that dude, and what they're claiming is there was never an article in the Post that had that title. Correct. Nor did the article in the Post mention that he was a dude from Pizza from Pizzagate. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But let me just say, once again, nothing surprises me. So mm-hmm. I'm not really surprised that the dude who went out to investigate that shit, and he said, you know, no, that doesn't change what I said, right? He goes, I, I, I stood, you know, impartial. Look, whatever. I don't know what to make of it. Does anybody out there know what to make of it? No. I will say I find it interesting. Mm. You know? That's all. I'll say I find it interesting. Before the stickers, scratch and sniff meant buying Coke with your lottery winnings. (laughs) That's Adam Gable. What What are my favorites? He's one of my favorites. You know, no, he's my favorite. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll just say he's one of my favorites. Good, but yeah, you're a dick. 
You're a dick. What's the rest of your weekend looking like, man? Um, I'm oh, gonna, you're going. I got yeah, things I to do. I forgot. Your wife's taking you out. That's nice. She's taking you shopping. That's nice. Maybe she'll get you something nice. You know, like a nice little sundress. You know, or something. Even though the weather's getting cold now. Does it get cold? It doesn't get cold in San Francisco, right? No. Oh, so yeah. Get you a nice little sundress. Maybe a bonnet. You know? A bonnet. You know? A little sundress and a bonnet. Yeah. So that's nice. She's going to take you out. All right? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Me personally, I got... uh, I think two shows. Tomorrow. Nobody asked you, dog. No, I know. I, I, I'm offering this information. Man. I know, but no one wants it. You don't want to know where I'm at, where I'm at tonight? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm at resorts for the 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock show. I'm headlining both of them, and uh, it should be fun. Okay. 8 and That's the 10? That's where I'm at. 8 and the 10. Mm. All right. There he is. Yeah. There I am, all happy. One of my happy photos, you know? And that's where I'll be, man. So go to acjokes.com if you're in Atlantic City and cop some tickets. Uh, Use promo name Gary. It doesn't save me any money, but it lets him know that that I got people buying tickets. Um, Yeah, man. Other than that, Monday I got going on. It's uh, it's 3 o'clock. Here in New Jersey, and this gloomy Saturday, and uh, I'm ready to call it a day. I need to get back to bed. I need to get some fucking rest. You know. Mm-hmm. Follow Brian at Brian T. Licata. Follow me at Gary G. Garcia. Raymond, before we go, has a comment. Got to get a Tuesday off to visit you in New York. Closest place I can come. Check out your show. Yeah, man. Or maybe we'll come to you. Yeah, man, do show. that shit, man. Or if you're in New York, uh, if you're uh, if you're in New York on a Monday, check me at the Not Quite Tuesday show. Oh, Brian ain't got on no pants. Oh my God, look at those legs, dude! Stop skipping leg day. Uh, I skip says, arm, Brian, chest, and back day. Also, though, I skip all the days. Uh, he says, "Do you have nice legs?" For yeah, actually, those will look nice in the sundress. I do agree, guys. Man, that's another episode, man. We will see you on Tuesday. Definitely, man. We'll be here. Noon. So we hope you are too, man. Noon. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and noon. Uh, Raymond says, later, guys. Have a safe and good weekend. You too, Raymond. Thanks for being with us for the whole entire fucking show. First comment and last comment. And that's how we're going to do it. Ray to G, baby. Peace. Peace.